Like if we were like if every time we did a podcast and my wife came downstairs and just started giving us more pointers, I think Brian would be very open to that. I actually just come like down it. and be like, so I don't really listen to your podcast or know what you guys are doing. I'm a little hazy on his name, but here's what I think you should be doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brian, right? Yeah, yeah. Brian. With an I or a Y? Is there a B? Is it Ryan? Is there a, is there a Y or an I? I? I hope she comes downstairs and just like looks at Brian and goes, "Go like I don't get you." I think she said that before. She likes Brian. She actually does like Brian. The first time I think she didn't under well, also I showed up late to a meeting. We were doing a show. And it was the first time I met Carissa. We had a meeting for a show and like the the comedy show. Oh, that's right. A bottle. I met I showed up like right when the meeting ended. I was like, hey, what's up, everybody? And then they're like, Yeah, it's over. And I I remember I didn't get a bad look from Carissa, but I remember I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Well, uh, it wasn't. Does, he wasn't late to the meeting. He fucking missed it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I think like the meeting, the meeting was, and it was. I don't mean it wasn't like eight o'clock in the morning. It was like seven at night, I was and busy. we were at, at a bar, and he shows up at like seven fifty three, and we're all wrapping up, and he's like, "Um, anyone want to catch me up?" Yeah, I was like, "What I miss?" <laughs> like a CEO of the company. Yeah, what I miss, guys. Come on, let's recap. And then everyone's like, "Yeah, we just talked about." Yeah, we're good to go. You're going on last or not at all. You're getting an yeah. email about the meeting. Yeah. Oh, God. That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is, the second, this is the first time I've not recorded this podcast at yeah, I appreciate Joe's it. basement. I, I had a lot going on today in the building, so I appreciate you guys accommodating me. No, it's cool. I actually, it, it turned out it, well, it turned out to be kind of a cool little experience because I think when we were talking about it, we typically record on the same day around the same time. You said that you had this to do, and you're like, and so it didn't look like we were going to. And they're like, hey, why don't you just come? You guys can record here. So yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's fine. I got equipment. <laughs> yeah, I just waved to the camera. I, I just flexed. I, yeah, sometimes I forget. Which camera is the middle thing. one? The middle one, yeah. I think I you might be a little out of frame. I'm out of frame. <laughs> uh, should we adjust so you're completely out of frame? No, yeah, okay. I yeah, I just don't want to be in frame anymore. <laughs> that's fine. So tell me, uh, tell us about this place. So this is Golden Knox Studio. And this yeah. is Jeremy Demery, by so, the way. Jerry yeah. Demery. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't even know. You see, then it's even worse now because usually I can kind of see how much time has passed and I can be like, fuck, we still haven't said our guest name. So I don't really know how long it's been and I don't know how long we're going to be here. So good luck to everybody. I'll check. Yeah. It's been uh, too long. All right. <laughs> uh, my, na- my name's Jeremy Demery. That's all I have to say. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, was very- I, be- I was... Uh, I moved, I don't know if I should keep it uh, tax legal. So as far as the, the government's <laughs> concerned. Yeah, I've this been, is a real big this IRS is the intro. I've been open since October of 2019, but I moved into this building July of 2019. So okay. there's a three-month disparity of where I was doing business and uh, not telling the government about it, I guess. No but government official I don't think they this. care. Uh so the owner, it, the owner of the building got the keys for this place in May of 2019. I moved in July. Uh, but I've been, I had always already, I think I was doing maybe two or three different podcasts 
at the time on location wherever they lived. So I I like uh, I was doing the Zone Zone podcast. Um, I was doing uh, what other podcast was I doing? Uh, guys, we fucked. Guys, we fucked. Yeah, you're really good on that. Thank you. And open. <laughs> you, you got the greatest. I cameras. got a lot. I got a lot of love to give. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even like it's not a gay thing, either. It's just more of like, hey, I just I want to help you and me feel good. Mm-hmm. So let's do it. Let's let's have a little fun. We I'm won't tell like our parents. Ther- I'm more of like a therapist in this situation. Yeah, you're like, how does this? How does my penis feel I'm, inside your butt? And I'm doing like, this for fine. medical reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing research. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I moved in here July, and then um, quickly started uh, booking podcasts. It's been a good experience, and then slowly but surely growing it. Like I want this studio to be a more of a. Like, yeah, I have to make money, but I want to still be able to, like, you know, be available and, all, like, have an open-door policy to people in the local communities and in the art scene and stuff yeah. like that. Is it Comedians. more – is it also kind of like a uh, like a place where, like, okay, it's this new place to build creative freedom off a state, like, not on a stage, not – it's at a it's at a place where we can all work – like, you can all work on your independent crafts and then creatively – People can explore new. I definitely have a more areas. of a co-op approach to uh, how I do business. I, I I totally see that. You've always been very like, hey, let's. It's not even like write jokes together. It's just like, hey, let's all be around. If we're all doing the same thing, let's all be positive about it. Throw that into the pot, and then someone carries a part of the pot. I mean, in high waters, all ships should rise, right? Yeah. So why not build up? You know, and then I just just kind of a separate platform for comedians or. Uh, any artists or you know local businesses or uh, you know I have one podcast that they're uh, teachers who teach um, political science out of Kent State and so they they do their podcast out of here too. That's awesome. Uh, so it gives them another platform, uh, you know, to showcase who they are, what they do, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, I like that idea, especially an idea like that, uh, like different types of genres, kind of, if you will, because people love, I think, those types of things. I was kicking around with somebody a couple of months ago about starting a podcast that is not necessarily business-oriented, but is kind of getting a basically a job procedure, like how to get a job. Like Not, the, the not right a Dave way. Ramsey thing. Dave Ramsey does like a business podcast where he like tells advice on stock and like, all right, this is what you do with your money. Not like I, that. I'm worried because there's I, a I lot know, of money. I, in I know what Dave Ramsey, yeah. and I'm I'm not sure if it's the same guy. You're thinking of the chef Gordon? No, fuck, it ain't him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I used to work with a guy named Dave. Oh, Ramsey. okay. Yeah. No, this guy's like got to be like 65. Well, this I guy learned about him in my business too. class. Yeah, this dude probably is too. He just he sucked. Might be this Dave. But it was uh, something like that. Like I don't know if you guys are on. I know you're not. Uh, like on LinkedIn at all. <laughs> like watching the. Yeah, I'm just gonna assume, Brian, you're not on LinkedIn. No, I made an account and I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get the app, so I didn't post anything. Okay, you're fine. Uh, I don't think you have. You're not gonna need it. I it's, think it's, on it's my like, LinkedIn be- account, I'm still like I've like I think I had a, a, a anniversary come up from a place I don't I haven't worked at in a couple years now. So. Oh, I know. Well, yeah. that's kind of <laughs> mine's kind of lapsed in a way too. Where like it's like congratulate Joe on 13 years here. I'm like I haven't been there in five years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like people send me a message like congrats, man, can't believe you're still there. I'm like it is weird. Yeah. But like I thought about doing one like that, I just couldn't find anyone to actually do it. That the 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 problem with starting podcasts. 
Like if you want to keep, if you, if you have an idea, but you don't have the time to do it, it's finding the people to actually do it is tough. Um, yeah. I did cause I've had uh, three that already started and already fell off. I just, it, it's the ideas are, are good. It's just finding, I don't think people understand the podcast doesn't take a lot of time. It doesn't, this doesn't take a significant amount of my time. Most of it's probably just scheduling and getting like guests and everything together, but the recording and the mixing itself, it might take two hours a week. It's just, I think I have a pretty good system down where it's not that much that way. It, it's more fun. Yeah. So I have the levels and everything kind of set. So someone come in, sit down, test, make sure everything's good. It's not clipping too much. And then we can just record, have fun, mix, and then go. Yeah. yeah. It's, it all depends on the, the level of, uh, I guess, I don't want to say professionalism because, you know, there's you a couple can. Of, there's none on ours. There's a, there's, a, <laughs> there's a couple of podcasts that I do. They, they do a great job. But I don't have to do a ton of editing. Yeah. Uh, I can even name names because I'm complimenting them. The Rustin Project. Like, I basically clip off the front, like, the front part of it until they're like, kind of, like, flowing into the conversation. Yeah. Clip off the back end where they're kind of trailing off. Same. And that's it. I, it takes me 10, 15 minutes at most where like the Growing Democracy podcast, you know, they they want things heavily regimented. They want me to take out ums, oh, um, yeah. pauses. Oh yeah. No, fuck that's then, a lot of work. And then there's certain podcasts that I have where there isn't a whole lot of editing in that aspect, but they have clips in their um in their show that aren't already added. Yeah. So they talk about it's a it's called um uh network special podcast and they're going through all these old episodes of television that were only meant to be seen once. It was like a Saturday morning type deal. And so they have little clips throughout the episode that I've added in yeah. in post. So it just depends on like what the podcast goals are, what they want to accomplish, how they want it to sound. Yeah. Every podcast is a little bit different. Sure. It is extremely difficult to get people to understand uh, it, well, it's it's you can't expect everybody to share your vision or drive or passion about podcasting. That part I've also found to be very difficult. Same. Some podcasts, like mm-hmm. one podcast I was doing, they were getting like close to like anywhere between five to six thousand hits per episode. And when the pandemic started, they were like, "We're done." I'm like, "Really? What like, the fuck? Take a break." Is, but yeah, this you is got like, something. This is going really well, and. It was so niche, and it was, like, perfect, and it was doing really, really well, and they just didn't have the drive to do it anymore. I'm not going to force somebody to do something they don't want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. And, and you probably – and another aspect of this, and you most likely, Jeremy, get this more than I do. This has happened to me a couple of times. I imagine you get this more, is people that reach out to you and say, I have a great idea for a podcast. And like I, this just happened to me. Like not that long ago. And like I have this idea. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be this. It's gonna be this. I'm like, cool, man. That's I'll you know like listen to the sound that I have. If uh, if you like that, I can tell you the equipment to get. I can tell you how to set up. It's actually I keep it fairly simple. I can keep it simple and relatively cheap for you, and then do it. And then um, it's the next part of it that I think that I, I think that, and I'm not like tooting my own horn or our own horn. It's the it's the lack of dead air once conversations actually start. I don't think people know. 
how difficult that can be at times, especially if you have a guest. If you run out of things to talk about like that, that's well, you guys know because you guys are both comics. You've done comedy. Mm -hmm. You know, when you try to when you drop a joke and there's nothing there, that time when no one's laughing feels like an eternity. It can. can. It's the same thing. Like I think if uh, you realize you and whoever you're doing the podcast with, you realize, holy shit, neither one of us are talking, and I'm not sure either one of us are going to. Yeah, (laughs) there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah. Uh, one, nine times out of ten, yes, I get approached constantly about a good uh, podcast idea that somebody's had. Nine times out of ten, it usually is pretty decent idea. Yeah. Uh, then, yeah, then they don't realize the amount of work it takes just to create that amount of content. Yeah. And then, two, like, yes, the dead air can be a little unnerving, but I always tell people, like, don't worry about it. If you have to pause to think about what you're about to say, pause. And There's a reason why pause. this isn't the radio. Yeah. Right. There's a reason why it is. This isn't live. Yeah. 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 I can it's, edit that out. Like, yeah. I, I don't, I'd much rather you pause and say something phonetically than to jumble it all up and then your whole sentence fucked. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. So, and I think that it's like that little simple tweak that maybe people don't understand because they don't understand the editing portion of it. And that's not a dig on anybody. I, no, not I, at all. I didn't not starting out the editing. I was like, man, I really hope this whole take goes well because we don't fucking know how to edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then someone's like, can you take that out? I'm like, no, you just want to do it again, or <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it's that portion yeah. of it that I think is is dif- can I, be difficult. I tell every customer like, if you say something that you you know you said it wrong, just stop, pause, and just say that sentence over again. We can edit. I can edit the part that you messed up out. It's not a big deal. Yeah, and I think I think people get a little nervous. Like, yeah, this isn't live. This isn't. This all can be fixed. But I'm so yeah. used to not, I'm so used to stuff not being edited yeah, that same. now I'm just so accustomed to it. So the idea of editing is, it's pretty much like when I was a kid, I used to make butter sandwiches. Like my mom used to make me butter sandwiches and I was hungry. I'm nervous about what She'd be like, oh, make a butter sandwich. And I was like, oh, okay. So I immediately knew to make a butter sandwich or she would make me one. I'm like, yeah, this is awesome. And then I went over to a friend's house to sleep over years later and then she made toast. And I was like, what what's on toast? She's like, you never had toast. I was like, never. I don't. I don't know what it is. Toast. She's like, oh, it's burnt bread, with butter on it. And I was like, oh no, I make. I know that it's it's just like a fried butter sandwich. And I'm like what? A fried <laughs> butter. Sandwich. Then I realized I was eight years old and never had regular fucking toast, and I was just eating butter sandwiches. But now now I don't need any butter sandwiches. Now I just love toast. Your so child- now I'm just going to love to be edited. Your childhood manifests itself in weird ways. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I feel like I just understood your childhood just from butter and bread ingredients. Now, yeah. I, now I think yeah. I understand how you are the way you are. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> My parents are great. Not knowing what toast is till age nine. <laughs> but when you're when you're a Puerto Rican woman taking care of an all white family. You know, you're gonna make them butter sandwiches, and they're gonna like it. And, <laughs> and I am very happy I had butter sandwiches. Another thing that's funny that comes up a lot is like people think that podcasts need to be a certain length of time. Yes, it's not true. Like, there's no mm-hmm. rules on any of that. Like, I have one podcast. Her longest episode is 20 minutes, which is fine. Yeah, like it doesn't need to be an hour and a half, two hours long. No. Uh, who wants to listen to a bunch of like nobody's that long like Talk the reason two why hours. yeah the reason why people will listen to like you know uh wtf or joe rogan for two three hours is because they have 
big name celebrities on there. Yeah. Or like Elon Musk, which I think is a fucking idiot, but Same. people want to hear him for two, three hours. People want to see him smoke weed. People exactly. Wa- people want to see the world's smartest dumbass. <laughs> yeah. In that respect. He's pretty smart for being a dumbass. And I agree. Yeah. Nobody wants to listen to two hours of three nobodies, which is why no one listens to ours, because ours are typically 90 to two hours. It's just long-form interviews that are interviews and conversations and lies and bullshit. Well, now we all know none of us are going to have the first podcast on Mars, so we're all fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't know. I, I agree, especially in terms of, because I've been getting into some of those really short ones, like 15, 20-minute podcasts. Um, if anyone listens to it, we've actually been kind of going back and forth with uh, Stephanie Haney, who mm-hmm. works at <laughs> fuck, Fox? Channel it? 3. Channel 3. And she's uh, got a great. She's got a great. She has a podcast. great. She has a great news podcast where it's just it's just news. It's fifteen minutes of basically fifteen eighteen minutes tops of what, and it's the only kind of news that I really listen to anymore. Yeah. And she put she's I think it's pretty much daily. I'll just go there. Production's really really good, and she just gives inf- high level information about the actual things that are going on in the world, not who t- unfollowed who on Twitter, not you know what is going on with the 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 Eastern Conference Finals. I don't give a shit. Right. It's just the just high level kind of news what's actually important stuff in the world it's 15 20 minutes and there's actually another one too speaking of like podcasts are starting i don't know if she wants to announce it yet so i won't say who it is but she's actually doing one too about lake cleveland businesses and i listened to it because it's available even though she hasn't promoted yet i was like this is actually perfect for what you're doing right now no i mean if someone's like owns like a fucking cupcake shop they're not gonna have a lot to talk about for two hours yeah but if you want to do a 15 20 minute here's where you can find them here's how it started here's their specialty here's why it's unique here's why they want you to come there get a little you know know the owner a little bit know the 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 place a little bit go and visit that you can do in 20 minutes yeah absolutely. and i like that a lot yeah but can i just say this is the best meeting I've ever watched. Like you guys just met. Yeah, we've talked. <laughs> we actually have talked a decent yeah. amount. We've just never actually met. Yeah, yeah, yeah face to face. And never... I don't even remember when I actually even first messaged you. But it was about. Oh, I. Hmm. Ah, fuck. I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember what the. I mean, it, it probably had something to do with it's the been show. Documented. Yeah, I can easily yeah. look it up. I'm just yeah. not gonna. Uh, I know. I do remember the first time that I heard your name was after our first show. Uh, at Bottle House, our first live show. Haley from the Cleveland Bucket List uh, um, afterwards messaged me, and she's like, you know, hey, that was an awesome show. For your next one, if you want, you should have Jeremy on. And sent me your name. I'm like, I feel like I've seen that name before, and I think we were just following hey, He brought it up, time. and I was like, oh, I just performed with Jeremy and last I, week. Yeah, yeah. Her and I worked together at uh, Sibling. So. Yeah, Haley's awesome. Yeah. She's uh, she's actually been a guest twice. She's a, a really fun to talk to. She's actually the one that's helping us with uh, the Funkin' Ship shows, the live shows we're doing now. That's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, she's a lot. But, yeah, that that's how I first mentioned, heard your name. And then usually when we're doing the shows, I always let Brian, he runs the the, the comic booking side because he knows everybody. I don't. Mm. So And I mentioned your name. He goes, oh, yeah, he's funny. Yeah, we should totally do that. So that's how it was. And then I know I sent you other couple messages because I know you, weren't, you do, obviously, a lot of production. Uh, for the first show after I bought all the live equipment, I was like, dude, I'm pretty sure one of these chords is just in the wrong input, but I can't hear shit. <laughs> I'm sending him photos. Yeah. I'm sending him photos. I'm like, what is it? He goes, you see that one on the left? Put it in the right. Yeah. And I did it. I'm like, it works. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That it, was it. That little shit happens all the time. I've, it's, I, uh, you know, my education has been, uh, I mean, I went to, through the recording arts program at Tri-C, but, you know, before that was a lot of trial and error. 
Oh yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. A lot, man. Especially in same in regards to the podcast. At least for for me, it was very trial and error to start because. Me and the person who I originally did this with were really just kind of. It was fun. We liked just having beers and joking. Was around it just like a like two dudes like just like you're like yeah like we work together. We're really good friends. Let's just talk on air for our friends. It starts. It, it started exactly the way that most podcasts like this start. Two people who are at work or are friends think they're funnier than we they actually are, and we're like, we should record this. The whole world should hear what we say. Yeah. And then we started doing it. The funny thing about it was in the first like. 10 episodes and you go back and listen to them because they're still out there one of us would be like prominently featured in the sound and the other one sounds like we're sitting on the behind the couch yelling to him and then the next episode it would switch like we couldn't figure out the sound it took us a little while eventually we just got the levels and that's why i haven't really fucked with it since i found where the sound stays and i just make sure i watch to make sure it's not clipping too much and yeah. <laughs> that that was that was a big thing for us in terms of trial and error was that yeah. and then also finding out we shouldn't we can drink at it but not drink too much yeah, I mean, there's no, <laughs> there's no wrong way. I mean, there's no standards to this. It's it's free roam. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Fortnite or something like, or I like know. any of those games. I need another like, reference. I need another reference. Oh yeah, you're you're you're, you're like uh, Call of Duty. Go farther you're back. Too old. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Oh uh, no, World, it's kind of it's kind of like, Warcraft. Yeah, it's like Final Fantasy. Oh, I get that. Right. Like, yeah, it could be. It could be yeah. more like Final Fantasy, to where it's like I'm, I'm gonna it's need a like free super roam contra is what or, I need. or like Grand Theft Auto, free roam. I still feel like this isn't like the last like, two or three years. I don't know. Yeah. I've never really got into video games. Though. Oh, okay. Never I, mind. There's no I, good I, analogy. I didn't really either. Surprisingly, I look like a person who should be gaming you, constantly. You look like you have a video game on you right now, like in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, you, you look like you look like you always have that guitar. I got hero. my Nintendo Switch on me, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got. You always have that guitar, uh, guitar hero guitar like on you, and you're like, "Oh, you got a PS2." Hero you're like, "I'm ready." It's like always strapped band. to your back. You're walking down the street, just ready for an impromptu yeah. challenge. We, uh, <laughs> we played that the other night with my my brother-in-law, and I'm horrible at it. Oh, but I, you're really good at guitar. Yeah, I can play an instrument. <laughs> it's not. It's not the same. It's not the same. Because I, I remember the first time I did it too. I was like, "This isn't a real guitar." I was. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just fucked. I'm all embarrassed and like trying to like make excuses for myself. Like, yeah, it's all off. People are like whispering. <laughs> People are like, it's all about fun, but they're whispering like, I thought he played guitar. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's a pussy. You sure this really thing's know. calibrated? Yeah. <laughs> this What's isn't the like calibration? What's the calibration? This isn't like my Fender Stratocaster. Yeah. <laughs> I actually I actually played Guitar Hero the first time and I thought I was so good. I was like, I'm gonna start playing guitar. And I looked at that, I was like, Also no. doesn't translate. No. <laughs> it's actually, not just buttons on the That on probably the translates worse. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I was never. I was gonna Guitar Hero once, and then the next time I played it, they were like, "All right, we're gonna play on the regular level." I was like, "Fuck!" I was playing on kid level the whole time. It was like the cheapest, easiest yeah. level. I could teach a seven-year-old how to play Guitar Hero in like thirty minutes, but I can't teach like, a kid teach him to play how, guitar. Teach him how to do an acoustic, a sweet child of mine. Yeah, <laughs> unheard of. Unheard. Hey, you're you mentioned like going like to like broadcasting. So, so did you always want to do? Like shit in this realm, or were you not sure? You just thought that was going to have something to do with it. No, this is uh, kind of I fell into it. I I was a musician for a long time, and I was trying to open up a studio uh, that recorded bands. And then I realized, there's starters. There's not a ton of money to be made there. There's a t already a ton of really great studios that I'm friends with the owners. Yeah. So it's like, why kind of why go into competition with them when you know, like they're already doing it and they're doing it really well. 
if I wasn't going, if I couldn't do it myself, I would, those are the people I'd be going to. Yeah. Uh, Noah, uh, his studio is, oh, I can't remember the name of his studio now, but Noah, it used to be called Brainchild, and now he has a new studio out in Lorraine with a different name, and I can't remember it. Oh, Morales Studios. What? Is it Morales Studios? No, I think oh, he said, no. you said Lorraine. I thought that was. <laughs> I thought that oh, was. Right. I didn't think of Dave Morales. I, I thought yeah. that was the only business that could exist out there. Yeah, yeah. The only <laughs> something funded by Dave Morales. Oh, Lorraine, Dave Morales—they go hand in hand, like pop tarts and boogers. Yeah. Either the, way, either way, like yeah, I w- I wanted to do that, I, do that, but and then here, here's honestly what ended up happening is I met the owner and him and I decided to do a podcast and. I realized, like, oh, I'm actually pretty good at this. And I can probably shape this into a business model, kind of like what I was doing with my recording studio before. But just, and then I I tried out, I I was in a band before called All Dinosaurs. All Dinosaurs went on an indefinite hiatus. We we broke up, but there's no bad blood anywhere. Yeah. But then um, I was like, okay, I'm going to try out for this different band. If I don't get into this band, then I'm going to, Focus solely on comedy. Yeah, and I didn't get into that band, and so I was like, "Cool, not a big deal." I'm gonna, I'm gonna focus on comedy, and then, you know, the podcasting seemed to lend itself to comedy. There's a bunch of comedians who also wanted to start a podcast, so I figured, well, you know, one hand could feed the other. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I wanted, you know, that's kind. Of, I didn't expect it to kind of like evolve the way. It did, but I'm very happy that it did. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. This is a this is a cool setup, man. Yeah. This this really really is it's way uh, better than Joe's basement. The owner. Oh, the, really? <laughs> point to one pair of fucking nunchucks in this place. That's yeah, true. There's there hand sanitizer. Any, yeah, you got a you got a fridge with a lot of stickers on it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, you'll get there, Jeremy, in this oh. rinky dink piece of oh, shit. What, <laughs> what, where, where I'm do you sorry hear? for my lack of samurai. I'm sorry. Do you not hear dogs running around and yeah. quacking all over the place? You usually hear it. One dog run down the stairs and another. Yeah. Oh God, my thirty pound. That's half our recordings. Just like yep, the half the recording. You just have to stop. You just hear the you just hear Roscoe just because he's so fat and old. It takes him like thirty minutes to get down the stairs. Yeah, and then you know Rudy just jumps down the. Entire I brought flight. my dogs here once. I have two seventy pound dogs. Uh, one's a pit bull terrier. The other one's an American bulldog um, boxer. And they wouldn't go up the stairs. They were horrified of those stairs. So I was like, well, <laughs> time to turn around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And turn around, take them home. I wanted them to like, hey, because most of the time I'm here by myself, and like I'm wa- I'm walking in as all the employees are leaving. Yeah. So I'm like this weird dude that just kind of like, hey, everybody, and then I go up in my little like crawl space. They're like that security <laughs> guard's weird. Yeah. You know, oh. you know, the second that any type of like serial killer starts in Cleveland again, everyone that works here is gonna be like. What about that guy that comes in after work? Yeah, he just hangs out in that little he, crawl. Space. He doesn't really yeah, he talk. Does recordings. And he was wearing a mask even before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> he just came in looking like a ninja. He's just chilling. <laughs> He's got no nunchucks until now. Yeah. Until Joe. But seriously, him. if you want to be taken seriously, you have to hang up nunchucks somewhere because this is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, I need some sort of protection in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Obviously. Bring your dogs back. <laughs> so no. you, you said you were like you were the first one in here in this building. Yeah, they hadn't even finished it. And, like, my, I guess my down payment on the room was to, like, uh, you know, fix it up a little bit because there wasn't any carpet in here or anything like that. It was just kind of like a basic room. She's a little <laughs> just, baby. Yeah. It so, actually, I mean, it actually is 
kind of the perfect size for what you. I mean, yeah, low ceilings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So put up some. Uh, it wasn't too. It wasn't too big, so I didn't have to put up too much soundproofing anywhere. So yeah, yeah that's true. And then so, yeah, was, so and also so it's Gold Knox. Where's where's the name come from? Uh, so uh, I was an acoustic solo artist for a while that used the name Golden Ox, and I just transferred it over to this. Yeah, that, that is fucking beautiful. I didn't want to think about it. I like how the ox kind of looks like it was, like, there when Jesus' birth and now. It's, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. it's like a pharaoh, like the, something that you would yeah. find in ancient Egypt. It's a biblical reverence. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it, I don't know. I was just, that actually the Golden Ox? Was it the old Golden Ox there for Jesus? What was the, What's the biblical reverence? No, I think for copyright, he can't use the actual Golden Fox because he gets sued by Jesus. Yeah. Yes, yeah. He's... Very, he's super honest. He's, he's Jesus is actually very liberal, but super litigious. Yeah, I mean, he's just he just doesn't. Fuck just because he's liberal doesn't mean he doesn't care about his money. He's like motherfucker. <laughs> I've been around for four thousand years. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, no, because some of them are no just one biblical can, characters. Yeah, no one can support that. But claim. what, what yeah, is the I Golden wish, Ox? I wish there was more to the name than just. Uh, no, it, I actually like that. That's a great name. It actually makes me think about when you were doing acoustic shows. Did you ever just like start with hello? I am the golden ox, and then play. Pretty much, That's I was that pretentious awesome. at the time. <laughs> I can see like, a, like, hey, this That's is the golden ox. Though, this is man who sold the world. Yeah, acoustic. Yeah. <laughs> our next, com- our next, our first comedy show. We should just send you up there first. Just be like, I am the golden ox. Don't say anything else. I am the golden ox. Play a song, get off stage, and don't, and we're never going to address it. And then yeah. I'll go up there and be like, "All right, guys, welcome to the Guildless College." Oh, <laughs> and I'm ne- and someone's going to be like, "Who was that?" I'm like, "Who's what?" What and are you all talking the songs about? Songs are like so like sad and sappy, and well, yeah, oh, that's man. what I'm getting sweaty thinking about how embarrassed <laughs> I am. About this. No, you shouldn't. Well, no. So, how old were you? I was. Old enough to know better. I was like, <laughs> anywhere between nineteen and twenty-one. See, I don't think you're old enough to know better. There, I start because when, when, when I started, when I started getting into same thing. When I got into bands, I was like twenty-two. When I was in my first band, I mean, I didn't know what the fuck to talk about. I was making up. I was making up being depressed. I was like, yeah. I don't know. I heard that a lot, so that seems to sell. So apparently, I'm tortured. And one, two, three. <laughs> oh my god! Like, Fight for your right. And, enter. Uh, uh, insert Eddie Vedder style vocals. Yeah, oh my <laughs> god. Of course. Oh yeah. But seriously, if you could play two songs right now, that'd be great. No. Okay. No. Brian, rap, free flow. No. Uh, yeah, uh, butter sandwiches is my shit. Uh, toast is just for a bitch. Uh, damn, that first. I got a gut really like knowing... Santa. I only drink fan. I got kids in St. Louis, Detroit, and Atlanta. Hey. Stop all your chatter. It ain't gonna matter. Spend cash like Bruce Wayne. Big dick like Bruce Banner. Got balls to my knees. You can lick them if you please. Got bitches jumping on them like the goddamn fleas. Stop all the press. I need to digest. Only a matter of time till I start to impress. I got a dick in a butt. Slap it around. I got a dick in a butt. Slap, Slap it, it in around. Mouth. Slap it in her mouth. Takes two hands to handle this dick. Takes two hands to handle this dick. Butter sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. Sandwiches. Butter sandwiches. I wrote that drunk in a in an alleyway in um, Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed you were drunk. <laughs> I Very didn't know drunk. this. I didn't know the city. Uh <laughs> There's these like uh, it was super weird. So yeah, the band I was in, we were on tour, and these fucking straight edge kids showed up with, <laughs> like it was weird because they weren't drinking at all, but they had brought us 
uh, 40s of Colt 45 what? in old in a bottle of Old Crow. And they watched us get fucked up. It was really weird. And then, like, uh, we were, like me and my buddy Bo were in this alleyway, and then we decided to come up with a freestyle rap. I don't know. I, that's <laughs> that's almost, fucking awesome. I don't know if you guys know this about me. I'm not that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I should have warned you before you came uh, here. I've well, seen you at Mulberries. You're pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, you have a studio. You're the Golden Ox, which I don't think... If you ever introduce yourself as Jeremy, that's just fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, like, like, what's up? Oh, no. No, it's the Golden Ox. Yeah. And like, you're just like, hi, Golden Ox. He, he creates false idols, guys. Biblical character. Also, you totally could have said that you just came up with that off the top of your head. I wouldn't have known. I, I try sometimes. I try to pass it off, and then I feel guilty, and then I'm like, I should probably cop to the fact that I didn't. Oh, just come dude, I'll tell you, because man, when, when you were going, I was like, this guy's either a fucking genius or he wrote that already. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know, and I would have been fine with either one. How funny would that be? Like, I'm a total moron in every aspect of my life but I can freestyle the rap, the shit out of anything. How funny would that be? Yeah, that'd be. Yeah. Like that, that's your, like that's, that's your, the thing that you can do. The thing that you just, that you can't really capitalize financially. (laughs) 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 But you're fucking amazing at it. You're fucking amazing. I I can picture you like, like instead of giving a stripper like 50 bucks, you're like, I got to go freestyle. You want to hear it before the world does. And I just say coochie mama over and over. Yeah. Coochie mama, coochie mama. Mama. Yeah, I just wrote that. It's called Coochie Mama. It's called yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. And thank you for the free dance. <laughs> I would actually, I'd finance your trip to the strip club if you tried to pay a stripper in a freestyle rap. It wouldn't be the, I, I, I got a copy of the fact that it probably wouldn't be the first time that happened. <laughs> <laughs> we were kind of just bullshitting about this before we actually came in here and started actually talking about other bullshit was going to strip clubs because Brian's never been to a strip never club. Never been. Never been. Which I'm not saying it's a bad, it's just, it's weird to me. Nothing wrong it with is. it. That I've never been? Well, you I mean, assume I've been to multiple strip clubs. No, I'm, I'm just saying just because you're a younger guy, you're kind of in the, you're in the going out phase of your life. You're you're 26. You're hitting the, I just, it's amazing to me that you've never stumbled into a strip club. I've never club. had enough money to be like, yeah, I'm comfortably going to go to the strip club and then. Oh, no one's comfortably going to the strip club. What, what's the, I, and what's, nobody can afford it. No yeah. one can what's afford it. What's the mentality of going? Like, I just need naked well, boobies. Well, no, well, right what you said right there is one, one fast to this is uh, no one is financially sound enough to go there, but also no one wants to admit that they are not financially sound enough to go. <laughs> right. to I, I just that's all everything I would. Admit. Yeah, and then the rest of it is kind of I. Well, there's a, a large. I, I would say a, a nice, nice big glob bowl of loneliness is a big factor in it for sure. <laughs> um, and then after that, it's just I think it's just more just silly stories. Yeah. Um, like I've I've I haven't been to strip clubs a lot. It's primarily bachelor parties. Every once in a while, like when I was around your age, one would trickle in where I'm like, "The fuck am I doing here on a Wednesday?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. But it happened. Strip uh, clubs are weird because you think that something wild and crazy, and like you're gonna have a fun story after this. No, and you like, almost never do. Nine times out of ten, it's the same fucking. It's the same fucking story. I did get kicked out of a strip club uh, on my 25th birthday because I asked a stripper to uh, whisper softly in my ear. Or pretend to cry and whisper softly into my ear, 
why doesn't my father love me? <laughs> <laughs> and that was apparently the strippers at Lido Lounge are not cool with that. It's like the one no that's no. So that's the one thing they're not cool that's with. That's so strange they have any like the that's the thing that gets you kicked out of there. Yeah, I thought it was weird too. Because I've been in that place. I assumed you just get kicked out when you walked in, just like, oh, you look normal, get out. She wanted to give me a complimentary <laughs> lap dance. You look like you have a checking account. Get the yeah, fuck get out the of here. Get the fuck out of here, you <laughs> idiot. She wanted to give me a complimentary lap dance for my birthday, and I was like, well, I'd be willing to pay for the lap dance if you do this thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, that freak. would probably, <laughs> that'd, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be terrifying. You should be like, you know, I've actually had several birthdays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm currently 26. So. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have two birthdays a year. <laughs> I've only been thrown out of one strip club, and it was before anything could really happen. It was, <laughs> I, I got, because I was just, I was hammered. And, uh, this and this legitimately happened. Like you, you know, you start getting like really like hot mouth, oh, and yeah. you realize like, fuck, I've gone too far. Yeah, but I can keep it together, and that was my plan. I'm like, all right, so we're in the strip club. I, I was probably like 26, 27 around there, 38. I don't know. And um, <laughs> the point is, I was yesterday. There. The point mm-hmm. is, I was there, <laughs> and um, I I remember who I was with. I was with my friend Jim. I'm not gonna say his full name because Kesson hates that shit. That's his name, Jim Kesson. Uh, <laughs> okay, nice, Jim. <laughs> he doesn't listen. Jim, um, you're a hero to, to us all. Huge yeah, hero. Jim, uh, you're oh my, my god, idol. he fucking berated me in the parking lot. Salika, uh, uh, we're there. We're not there very long because we'd already been at it all night, and we're like finishing the strip club, hot chicks. Like, yeah, obviously they're gonna really dig us. We're all sweaty and gross, <laughs> drinking yeah. for like ten hours. So uh, we're sitting in there. I'm still drinking for some reason, and. Um, I, I start, you know, you, I feel it. I start feeling it. I'm like, okay, but I've been here before and I can push this feeling down. Mm. It's just going to take a lot of concentration. I got to really focus on my core. Um, and that's, <laughs> that, that, that's, and you're just sitting there. You're like, you're okay. You're swallowing. You're, you're okay. <laughs> Everything's fine. You're okay. The Oop. drunk meditation. Exactly. Yeah. The drunk, you're like, you're okay. Oh, oh that's really hot. Oh, you're okay. A lot of more saliva than normal. All right. But you're, you're still okay. <laughs> and uh, finally, this girl's like, would you like a dance? And I'm just like, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah, that'd be nice. You're okay. Everything's fine. Just swallow it all down. And uh, she grabs my hand. She starts walking me back to wherever these dances occur. And I throw up. <laughs> that's great. I throw up. She <laughs> drops my hand, runs yelling something like, Trevor, whoever the bouncer is. And he just, <laughs> yeah, I assume. I, that I, would be a bouncer's I, name. <laughs> Trevor. Trevor. I'm Trevor. Code Brown. Yeah. <laughs> we got another one, Trevor. <laughs> we, got another one. we got another one. Code Red. So uh, I, I, so nice. then he's, yeah. like, he's like, you got to go. It's a hard and I'm like, it's cool. It's all out now. I'm fine now. So ended up leaving. And then, yeah, my friend Jim berated me. He's like, dude, you ruined it. I'm like, what did I ruin? Let's no, be you real. you ruined it. What did I ruin? No, you ruined wait, it, Joe. In I my saved opinion, you 80. You made it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you made I the saved story. you $80 That's is what why I did. I, I think, obviously, you, you know, you're there, you're there, uh, you're there for the, for the breasts. But you, you, but you stay, the best you, breasts. You, you stay. You stay because you think there's going to be a story out of this. Yeah, or you do. Some sort of like funny interaction or like that's what it's like. Yeah, but then nothing really happens, and you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> so it's for the best no, I haven't gone. Yeah. So I might be a genius that I've never been interested. In you're not to. missing it's, out it's, on anything. It's, yeah, you're not. I mean, it, the, but that, that's truly what it is. It's you think there's going to be some like you want to end it up, and the next day you want to be talking about yeah, then we ended up at Chrissy's. Man, the night got crazy. All that happened was you dropped a hundred twenty dollars way faster than you normally would, yeah. and you went home and you slept by yourself. What happens if you yeah. know a stripper? Do they like hook it's you up with fucking deals? weird. 
Why is it weird? <laughs> because, well, I mean, like I I've never been into a strip club where I knew that Tina was working. Like, I knew I, just, I, kn- I went into a strip club and I was like, oh my god, I know you. Like I know a couple really? strippers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and they they happened. I knew I know a couple strippers. One invited me to show up, so I was like, I don't know if that's a code of like, hey, I don't know how to flirt, but I have sex with me. But I was no, like, she wanted that was like a year ago. Yeah, she, <laughs> she just wanted. wanted she's like, oh, you seem like sad and lonely. Yeah. Come spend eighty bucks on. Yeah, me she wanted your money because she was literally right there in front of you and could have hung out. Yeah, <laughs> so I, like, I, I'm, I'm actually busy right now, but come see me at work. I, I didn't think where of it costs going hundred dollars. I was like, oh, I could have just done something now. Yeah, if I was gonna do it. Yeah, she wanted money. She wanted I did see money. one. I saw one downtown Cleveland when I was in college. She was a. What was it called? Or what was the strip club called? It was the the uh, what is it? Christie's, right? That's the one. The the big one by uh, by flats? Shooters. Yeah, yeah, that's Christie's, yeah, yeah, right? that's Christie's. Yeah. yeah, I love that everyone paused and pretended they didn't know the name. By the way, <laughs> oh, I knew it was Christie's. What is it? Oh God, I don't know. I I don't really go down there. Sorry, I was trying to play it cool. Yeah, Christie's is it by Olive Garden? Yeah, <laughs> but uh, Christie's. I don't know her. No, no you're thinking about the strip clubs on. Is Brooke that by Park. the library? I go to the library a lot. Yeah. In the gym. Is it by the gym? It's by the gym, Yeah. But the... Uh, um, no one's going to believe I went to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It is a video. I cast. was there. <laughs> I was there, though. They can, I, we established earlier. They can hear it. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Winded. The, uh, no, but I remember being there, and they're like, welcome to the stage. I don't know. Fucking Cinnamon. Whatever her name was. It wasn't obviously your real name. She walks on stage, and I'm like, I'm with my friend, and we're in college. I'm like... That girl looks really familiar, and she was in my like well, like my history class or something like that. And uh, it did was you, it did was, you bring her? Did you bring it up to her when you saw her? Yeah, I was like, did you do the homework? No, I was like, she's naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wasn't that midterm bullshit? average, <laughs> right? Well, you didn't bring What's up you didn't bring up the hopefully fact. the curve's gonna save me. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't bring up the fact that you knew her in the past life pre stripper. No, well, I didn't know her well. We maybe talked a little bit just because we were in the same class. Oh, but yeah, you, well, but so she wasn't you, like stripper right here. You so know. what'd you say? Oh, well, how this conversation go? I, well, it didn't go well. Like, because uh, you know, it's like, it's like I didn't yeah, run. I, I didn't run into somebody at Blockbuster. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you worked here. Like, it's not the same conversation. Because well, she's I'm, topless. I've never <laughs> been to a strip club. I and, like if I saw someone I went to high school with stripping. I'd be like, oh my god! I should have asked you out in chemistry like that. <laughs> I Which right there, and right there, I'm just like, I, and I don't know why. I'm I, like, why, was, why? Why would I? Why all of a sudden? Because you're. I mean, I know why, but you're topless, and then the thought that start going like, oh, why didn't I ask you out? Yeah. Like, because it was my <laughs> option. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, oh, okay, because she clearly wanted to go out with me. No, all of a sudden you see her naked. You're like, yeah, we totally should. Well, how many people in high school really want to go out with each other? <laughs> Let's look back. At my high when school, six, none. It's yeah. just lack of options. It was a small I mean, school. I look back, like when I was a kid, everyone that went out with each other didn't really want to. Just someone asked, and they're like, "Okay." No one knows what the like. No, no, eighteen year old kid knows what's going on. They're like, "Oh yeah, no, I got the answers to life." They're like, "No, I'm hanging out with Bridget. Do you like her?" Eh, well, we've been hanging out a little bit. Everyone's well, yeah. getting something out of it. Kids are getting something out of that shit. No, I was homeschooled, so if I, I ran into somebody from high school, it would either be my mom or my sister in a strip club. <laughs> and then you're like, why didn't I ask you out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, it, th- that is, but no, my, my that was my school. It was a small school. It wasn't that I didn't go out with people because I had something to offer. It was a small school. It was just lack of options. Yeah, I didn't go geography. Out. That's how I. I didn't go out with anybody in high school. Yeah, I didn't either. I didn't I, even date. I was like, I'm just gonna wait for college. Oh well, then never mind. I was fucking awesome. I yeah, didn't even. Cool. I didn't even lose my virginity until I was like 19. Same. So Air Five, boom, pandemic Air Fives. 
Yeah. Nineteen year old virgins. Weird thing to high. Weird thing to high five. But no, I don't think so. Well, fuck because yeah. at my high school, everyone was telling stories. Like every time I heard about someone, I'm like, oh man, dude, he banged her. Fuck, he's lucky. And I'd hear a rumor about the guy immediately after. I'm like, oh shit. So if you have sex with a girl in high school, and you don't, and you don't end up dating her or love her, she's just gonna shit on him. Ugh. Like say he's got a small dick or something. So I was like, I'm avoiding. It. I was like, I'm comfortable with my penis, but if people start telling me it's different. I'm gonna believe him. That's how gullible seventeen-year-old me was, dude. No one, no one's having sex for the first I'm time gonna, because they're in love. I'm just trying to get out of the way. I was trying to get out of the way, but I, I waited until I waited until like, nineteen. I gotta knock this out before college, man. When I lost really? my, yeah. when, I, when I lost my virginity, my girlfriend at the time, the, the girl I lost it to, she goes, "You're a freak." And in my head, I was like, "I just watch porn." That's all I do, and I just mimicking it. And she was probably lying. See, it's different now, though. Like, so when you lost your virginity, so that when you were nineteen, so this was seven years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there was uh, there was so much porn available to you. There you had to is. you had to make everything up I as you do, went I, along. Dude, I'm already. I like, do actual had, research. Yeah, like, where's it go? Well, like at books, you guys had to read books. Books, about it? dude. We had to get VHS. We had to hope everybody fucking left, and I hope I had like three hours to really study. They had this research classes for losing your virginity. No, I had research classes, <laughs> <laughs> or it would take 19 <laughs> minutes. Like drivers at <laughs> for sex. 19 minutes just to download one photo oh of somebody God. having sex, and it would come in in like 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 little like blocks. Yeah. Oh, dude, the first time, oh, I'm seeing porn for the first time, like, and then something happens, like, wait, why isn't she facing him anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Does she have two vaginas? Aren't they in love? (laughs) Oh, man. If I would have gotten caught with porn or anything like that growing up, I'd be so embarrassed. And, like, because I was a very shy, reserved kid. I I didn't didn't really, like, speak up much. I was very, like, I didn't. I, I, like I, so, I was homeschooled until like my sophomore year of high school, and then they, I went to Tri C's post secondary program, and everybody was like anywhere between like eighteen and twenty there, and like obviously they're in my mind uh, being like sixteen, they're basically adults, and yeah. I'm like, oh my god, like I was horrified yeah. of everybody. Yeah, I was like, so that you too. were homeschooled till you were sixteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Six, How was okay. that transition like? Do you remember the transition? It was horrifying. Uh, I definitely, my grades, I was a really great student up until my first year at Tri-C. And I was getting like, I think I got my very first like C or D. And I was like freaking the fuck out. Like, how do yeah. I, like, how do I turn this around? Because I just wasn't used to the workload at all. Yeah. And, and like, also the social aspect. Yeah, like, I, like everything like, was cause so then, distracting. Because like, then, like, like you're still a, a, a teenager, pretty much, or like a young adult, and you got all those problems kicking in. Like, okay, like you, you know, people that move out, and like, you know, everyone does something I'd different. Catch myself thinking, like, oh, that's a cool hoodie. Why would that person buy that hoodie? Where, I wonder where they got that hoodie. <laughs> and like, your mind just like, because I'm not used to having all this other sure, 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 sure. elements being around. I'm used to. Being in my room alone, reading a book, yeah. Or you know, I, my mom would my mom would give me an itinerary for the week, and it didn't matter what I got it done in seven days or I got it done in three days. I I had my flexibility with that. Yeah, that as must long have, as the work was good. Yeah, and I was getting good grades. They were like, we don't have anything to say to you as long as it's done. Well, that's yeah. good. I mean, that could have been a little awkward though, because you don't have that same kind of outlet that we did. Like, you can't. 
be done with school and then be talking to your mom like, dude, my teacher is a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you recommend? She's just out to get me. Well, yeah. actually, statistically, people that are homeschooled are significantly perform better. Uh, academically, from what I've seen and from what I've heard, actually, it's mainly what I heard. What I made type that of person? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually made that up. Jeremy does not look so very well. No, adjusted. I'm not sold on that. <laughs> what type of person? What type of personality trait do you think is right? Because right for homeschooling. I don't like know if, if there your is kids one. like if your kids like outgoing, like definitely not, or like more introverts but, or but extroverts. The, kind of the flip side of that though is because when the kid's being homeschooled, has this kind of whether he's introvert or extrovert even been established yet? I, I don't think so. I don't think so don't either. Think so. so I don't know if there is actually a personality type because I think you're it, kind it, of it's developing. It's going to take them a longer time to get get to those personality types. Sure, yeah, sure. Because they they like there's significantly less interaction. But one thing I did notice when I was growing up, like peer pressure was never uh, an issue for me. Like I just like okay, if I ever felt kind of peer pressure, I just like oh, I'm just going to go home. Yeah, I, I don't have yeah. to deal with these people. If I don't want to deal with them, so, I don't okay. have to see them at school on Monday. It, it wasn't like a cool thing of like, oh, I'm going to do this or they're going to shit on me. Yeah. It's oh, more just, I'm just not going to do this and I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to forget about it tomorrow. Yeah. I'll be like, all right, yeah, they do their thing. I don't. So I had any, if anything, homeschool probably makes you cooler. I don't. It definitely makes you weird. I think yeah. it makes you weird. <laughs> well, weird is cool now. Uh, it's Not in the because, 90s. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 definitely <laughs> not, not when I was 90s. growing up. Now it is. Now it is. I think most homeschoolers are introverts who are not comfortable being in social situations because they weren't given that skill set. Yeah. What was so? What what was the reason behind homeschooling? Uh, I was I was diagnosed ADD, and they want to put me on Ritalin, and so my parents were like, "Well, he's just not getting enough attention." So we're going to okay. take him out of school. And home That's school. really sweet. Were your so, parents, were your parents teachers or had teaching experience? No, not at all. <laughs> well, well, what's host, like? So like, do they do, have to like sit there and like tell you what to do? Or is it just more of just like, just read this book and take this test? Pretty much. What was the dress code? Uh, pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you basically had COVID learning for like most of your life. So you were oh, super yeah. prepared for last year. Being, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Once the pandemic hit, you're just it's, like, no, nah, what, what's new? It's funny you bring that up because I was just talking about how like I, I feel like all those school, all those like skills that I had learned to be uh, social with other people and interact with other people are now completely washed clean. Like yeah. I can't, like even this has been somewhat difficult. Like I don't know where I should put my hands or. Yeah. Like, oh, let, just hold them up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this I'm is glad how you clarified yeah, that. I'm glad you're not the only one because I've just been like, I'm so used to this nice new chair that I'm kind of just rocking just at peace. Like I'm like, yeah, I'm listening, <laughs> but I'm just, just so happy to be now. in a comfortable chair. I did chair. notice some yeah. sort of Zen like quality going on with you i'm pretty zen right now like mm. I'm, I'm pretty calm which is bad for podcasting because like <laughs> if the more angry or sad i am the better the recording is for i me. think you're doing fine you kicked off the best free second be- second best freestyle, freestyle of this night. entire podcast out of the two freestyles i was the second best one the sec- i'm okay you, with that yeah top two I'm okay. i can't even be included in that because mine wasn't a freestyle well, there no, should be an asterisk those are there's an asterisk. No, those are free freestyles are just pre-written verses that they just throw together yeah, I don't think that anyone actually so that's a does. I don't think that anyone really does a. Well, I'm sure there are some freestyle. I think most freestyles were already kind of pre-planned. But but the yeah no the idea of a freestyle is that you just think of it off the top of your head. Yeah, which is is not actually accurate. Like recorded freestyles are just someone writing it. Like it's just they don't they don't mix the lyrics with the beat. All they do is like they 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 end up throwing the beat and like all right how am I going to work these lyrics around this beat? 
and they just they just go yeah. with lyrics they've already pre. I think the only that would be an actual free like an actual free because I do I think that most of those are just it's something that I wrote like a couple weeks ago. I'll remember, I'll do it over this beat. It may not sound right, whatever. Or they're verses to other songs they like, haven't released yet. Exactly, that's what I think it is too. But like, it would have to be more something in terms of like if someone were to say, okay, I'm going to point to an object in the room, do a freestyle on that because they're not ready for it. That I think would be kind of like a legitimate freestyle. Mm. And I know this because I have a super amount of hip hop cred. Yeah. I, have I noticed that I have absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. You the first showed thing me the think. card. <laughs> it's true. I was like platinum. It, yeah, it lapsed, oh. but I just I just got to I just, I, just I just have to pay my past dues and I'll be back in the club. It's the fine. first thing you thought like every, the first time I met you, I was like, "Well, that guy's a rapper. He likes yeah. rap." That guy he, really, really. He likes looks a lot like LL Cool J. That's he always says that. Because of our age difference, he just assumes the only rapper I'm aware of is LL Cool J or KRS One. He's great. Karis. Common. He's a big common. I am a common awesome. fan. Common. I do like Common. I like Tribe. I like... Uh, Tribe Called Quest oh, is good. Yeah. I love Tribe Called Quest. Boogie Any Down Productions. KRS. Any of that. Black That's another G- thing, too. Like, watching... Uh, or, like, I, my cultural references are terrible. Like, I, I'm not good at them. Yours are? Oh, honestly, man, at least in this realm, mine are also very bad. Because he doesn't understand a lot of them. Well, so, me? Yeah. <laughs> Give me one, for example. Remember when uh, so we had a guest on, we were talking about, it was uh, uh, Maria Fatelli. She's a, uh, she was an awesome guest. We had a lot of fun. She's a professional football player, power lifter. I think she's also a... Professional uh, clubber. No, she's not a professional <laughs> clubber. She goes to clubs. It was something cool. about uh, an inclusion HR special, something like that. I can't remember what it was. Uh, sorry, Maria, but it was a lot of fun. But we were talking about like dating because she's one of those girls, you know, just gets and she admitted she's like, oh yeah, I mean, like online, like guy, be like, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, good. And like, boom, dick pic. I'm like, cool. Oh, Could have eased into that. So, uh, but we were talking about like just like the dating realm, but like my time versus theirs. And my reference was like, just say you meet someone on like Match.com, and these oh, fuckers yeah. just start laughing because they're like, that is not a thing anymore. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> Because they're like, no, dummy, it's Tinder, it's Bumble. Well, no, I saw the commercials for Match.com, but I was a kid. I was like, why the fuck would someone do that? <laughs> I love like, that. That was my first thing. They I, st- like, I think they still got them now. I think. Uh, they still I got, do. E-Harmony started kicking in when I was that's, a kid. Maybe that's the one I'm thinking of. It's the one where it's like this guy's sitting there petting his dog, and he's like, I'm not into games. I have him for that. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best I'm fucking the- commercial. <laughs> he points to his dog. He's like, that's why I have scraps here. Yeah. He's like, yeah, <laughs> fuck my dog. Is he? Yeah, that's, was like, that was the first thing my mind went to. I was like, is he fucking his dog? Yeah. Is this a, a peanut relation. butter and balls situation? <laughs> peanut butter I'm and running, balls. Hey, here's open. Here's <laughs> he's, open. He's like, do I have a gooch and balls and peanut butter? Absolutely. Does my dog have a tongue? Let's wait for the next commercial to find out. <laughs> you want to find out? But yeah, it's I, got, I, was looking up, yeah. <laughs> I was looking up to avoid all major the whole, credit, all major the credit cards accepted. Thing. Yeah, the whole app situation. I I didn't have. I met my wife before that was like, it was just it was just going from uh, taboo to the normality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And like I just I, uh, I didn't mine have to too because I've been yeah. with my wife for fuck thirteen years. This is going to get out of there. We've been married. <laughs> <laughs> the fu- oh, fuck. What I, is it? I don't know. She doesn't listen. <laughs> I'm like eight months. I don't He was looking know. at me like I'm out to tell him. Like, you yeah, guys I, I, yeah, yeah. I went right to Jeremy like, dude, help me. Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. Go to my Facebook. I don't know. <laughs> we did our research. You do yours. How long have I been married? <laughs> so I've, I've been married. It'll be five years in May, but we've been together for 13 years. So, I mean... Match in like eHarmony, that shit, that was a thing, but that was like you logging into your fucking desktop. There weren't, it was apps. still taboo then. Yeah. Like, 
Oh, then it was still just a little like you you didn't want to tell people you did it. Right. And now everyone has that fucking app on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and I think it's for the best. I think it's okay to like, I think it's fine. Yeah. I think it's honestly, even back then, like when people I know that like, I just don't want to be the old guy going like, oh, there's kids with their apps (laughs) fucking each other. They, they don't they're even click on each their, other. They don't clicking on their phones. They're just putting their penis in each other's butts. <laughs> they don't even worry about STDs on. anymore. Back in my day, as soon as you put your penis in someone's butt, you were married. Yeah, <laughs> for years. Yeah, you were together whether you loved her or not. <laughs> it's a sacred, sacred vow. Well, I I grew up so about the time I lost my virginity. That was when Tinder and Bumble. That's but that's that was more Tinder. Tinder was like the first one to just be like. Hey, we fuck, and everyone was fucking on there. Mm-hmm. Be- but I was I was going on Tinder to meet women, and like, but it wasn't spoken. Like I wanted to fuck, but my idea was fucking was getting to know them, liking their personality, having sex with them. That's going, so oh. cute, Brian. Yeah, I was, I but was other on women these apps were to find love. Yeah, other women were just hit- well. I wasn't finding love. I just wanted to hang out with like a cool chick and have <laughs> sex with her. But all these other women, they didn't care what my personality was. They just wanted to fuck me. And I was like, and then I wouldn't because I was like, oh, like, God. do you like bugs? <laughs> and, it, and it had always been into like us smoking weed. And I'm like, yeah. And then I would leave and I'm like, I think I did something wrong. How great is the feeling the first time you realized you just got used for sex? Oh, my God. It's the greatest feeling, right? The, but, the, the, but the fifth time doesn't feel that good. First time feels incredible. <laughs> there's literally it's never ever happened. There's literally me. never a time that it didn't feel good. Oh, it feels awful. So I feel like a whore. I'm like, oh, man. What if my family knows? It's, all, I've, it's only ever happened once for me, and when it happened, I was like, I think I just got used for sex. It was yeah. just like fist pumping and stuff. <laughs> like, yes! Yeah, I'm oh, the yeah. man. No, yeah. it's never really been an issue. Yeah. I don't... Uh, I fucked up a lot of Tinder dates. Because I could have got laid, but I just didn't catch I up get on the so, social cues. I get so fucking angry at your generation. You guys have it so goddamn Yeah, my, my biggest problem is I could have got laid, but I just hang out with a hot chick for four hours. Yeah, you guys have it so we had a we had a, we had a mildly good conversation. I slept over without fucking, oh, man. Honestly, that's how, like, my wife and I were friends for, like, a year. And she was, she was seeing, so she, when we met, she was seeing somebody. And they got out of that long-term relationship. But we were just friends. And then I just got out of a long-term relationship. And we were supposed to be fuck buddies. We were supposed to be like a very casual hang and bang. Yeah. And next thing you know, I'm like, you know, fast forward eight years later, I'm, pr- I'm proposing and shit. Like, I, well, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> that's love. Yeah. You know what that sounds like? You two both suck at casual sex. Yeah. We were terrible <laughs> at it. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Ca- I don't like, I've never been a fan of casual sex because I always, I'm the dude that always catches feelings. My current sex is still casual. That's a good thing. That's love. <laughs> is that just love? Just finding no, a best just, friend to have no. sex with? <laughs> Well, it's still kind of casual. I mean, we're not taking it that seriously. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. She's, I mean, he's, he's like, I'm coming. It's she's not. not. It's There's not, some it's laughs not, in there. It's not that big a deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, if she says no, like, so what? You still live here. I'm just going to ask again tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you're going to ask tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that just, that's just all love is, just finding a best friend to have sex with. Yeah. Yeah. And it's well, it, there's a lot of other like it's obviously it's like also well, sides are like living together. Well, it's like, finding also someone who can super live with your horrible traits. Yeah, because everyone's got horrible traits. Yeah, I have multiple. I know. Terrible. <laughs> no, I do. I get mad at. I do. I do get mad at how hard it was for. I, I not. It doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. But I remember being around someone recently that was talking about how pissed she was because she had to write this term paper. And I'm like, what's it on? 
And she told me the topic. And I'm like, there, it's right here. Fuck you. You don't have it hard. No. This is not difficult. You're living a repressed memory right you would now. Have I'm to, very much living a repressed memory right you now. You have to walk oh over gosh. to the fucking library. And hope that the one goddamn book that was on this topic wasn't already taken out by the other 50 people in your class. Wait, you guys didn't have the option to tweet, like, oh, how no. you were feeling? <laughs> no, we had, to, we had to actually tell people how yeah. we were feeling, and no one liked it. Fuck that. <laughs> I, I, got would, it. I would have to tell nobody. Yeah. Because there's nobody to tell. I you was guys didn't put, You guys didn't talk to put on your MySpace, like, looking for someone to complete my top eight. Who's, what's going on? No, no, I didn't have that. I was too busy trying to figure out the right song to play when someone clicked on my MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I never got it right. Yeah. It was just Always go Soldier Boy. Was Sting. Soldier Boy. Mine was Sting. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't even remember. I'm sure. Whatever it was is embarrassing. I only had MySpace. Yeah, they're all embarrassing. I, I only had MySpace for bands. That was it. Like when I was Because bands had a MySpace page. You play yeah. your Did you have a MySpace it. band page? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what band was I in during that time? Uh, probably uh, Poor Sailor. So... So you guys had a good MySpace page. We had a pretty good one. How many how many friends did you have? Oh, that? I don't even, no idea. Was there the option for your your like was it just like a personal page or was there a business page where people could like like it and like click on links or something? Man, it's been so long. I don't even I don't remember, remember how, it how they had it set up. Yeah. I don't remember how it worked. All I remember is that like you could have top eight, you could put videos in like on the bio, you could put the link. The nice thing oh, about that's right. Facebook that's right, yeah. for bands was you can go and request people to like your band, yeah. and that was also the problem with MySpace is that you could go on MySpace and request people to like your band. Yeah. So you were just constantly being bombarded with, like, a bunch of bullshit you wanted nothing to do with. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and someone's like, and then that people would probably not like the band anymore if you got Where a certain amount Facebook, I think you can ask somebody to come and like your band. Yeah, they have to accept the... Lo- they, have they, they have to be associated with you somehow. They have to be friends with you, and then you have they have to accept your invite to like their page. Right. Yeah. So it's like a two-step process. Twitter's cool because you just follow the band. Like, Twitter's most simple. I can't get into Twitter. I still can't. Twitter's so simple with like the, for it. band shit. I know. Well, All I know it is, is like you like, like it, but you follow them, and then they just tweet something. It's I, I, love just, Twitter. I just can't get into it. It's it's the place where trolls run free. Oh, I, I love so it. Like, 70% of Twitter is just trolls and hate. Yeah. Ten mm-hmm. percent's really good jokes. Twenty yeah, percent is just people who are just kind of tweeting dumb yeah, it's shit. Awesome. People loved <laughs> attempting to ruin other people's lives I on fucking, Twitter. I fucking it's hate awesome. I hate Twitter. I do. I like I've seen like uh some stuff uh recently because thing has been happening recently is people are literally going back fifteen years about interviews that happened with Britney Spears and saying, This is disgusting. Like, why didn't you care fifteen years ago? Like yeah. why why are you mad now? You're going back in time to find shit to bitch about. Because they were there's four. plenty now. Yeah, they were <laughs> they, they were, were four, four years now. Old. You're assuming now they are twenty one. Why did you, you care then? You're assuming Because it, I was five, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what care was. You're assuming that everyone that cares now was nineteen. And that's not true, guys. That's true. I actually have a. I'm working on a bit like that. Well, now it's probably ruined. Well, it's done. I just did it. It's. it's well, it's no, gold. no, but you didn't have any punchlines. You just had the premise. I also was just complaining too. Yeah, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Relax, Brittany's. Brittany's. Brittany's all right. I think. Right. No, I don't think so. Well, I mean, she's rich and she's, she's fine. She's getting there. She's I got think. that. The the. She still is the the con- conservative. I can never say this this word right. Conservative. Conservative. No. The conservative, I think that her her dad runs her shit. What is that? Yeah, well, Con- oh, conservative, conservative. Well, she, I guess she's bad with her money. Conservative is a That's Republican. That's not what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, con- cons- conserva- 
conservation ship. Uh, I don't know. My wife, it's something where basic, basically essentially what it is, and I only know this that this was even happening her, is because I watched that documentary, which was kind of a disappointment. But basically, she was deemed mentally unfit back in the time when she was super mentally unfit, and now her dad controls her finances for some reason. But she's still an adult. Ten years later, it's still happening, and I didn't know that. I'm like, at the time, I'm like, yeah, she was losing her fucking tree, and I that, that she needs help, and someone should do that. But now I'm like, she's like fucking 40. Yeah, she's yeah. a mother of three or something like that. It seems like she's doing okay. I think she can control her own finances, but yeah. her dad is still doing that. Which is so weird. I'm really unfamiliar with the whole situation. Like I only my, we just watched a documentary like a week ago. It's the only reason I even know what's happening. That's how everyone's an expert because the documentary came. My out. wife keeps saying you have to watch this, and I'm it's like, a, I'll get around to it. But yeah. I'm so it's, busy. It's, what's it it's on? It's not Netflix? actually. I think it's on Prime. Maybe. Oh, not not a lot of people have Prime. I don't got Prime. Well, I mean, I do because I know, got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's I'm, two out of three dumb shit. That's true. I <laughs> guess I'm the, guess I'm the Gold Knox. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, turned it around you. on me. Thank you. you can have it. Um, <laughs> it's a waste of time, in my opinion. I thought it was going to be more about like uh, it focused more on like just her career and then her eventual meltdown, and maybe less than a third of it is about the actual because they also don't have a lot of information about it. Mm. There's like, hey, she's trying to get it done where it's up to her now. Hey, it was denied, and that's kind of the information. Like, so it's kind it's of just a, waste a lot of, of opinion, not fact. It sounds like it, well, it, it's 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 fact, but you don't really know why. Like, there's no reason. It's all they're interviewing like, you know, people who like have podcasts dedicated to Britney Spears. Like, they're not interviewing people. They're, they're interviewing fans. They're interviewing fans who are like, she deserves to run her own oh, checking okay. account. Like, that's it. It's they're not really. Interviewing people in the know. There ain't even like a former lawyer that used to, but he doesn't really offer any Wait, information. What's that fan voice you did again? I can't really repeat it. I'm kind of an in the moment guy. It's your fan of You made like Britney Spears fans sound like they're like 60 year old men. Most of them are at this point. Aren't they? Spears. <laughs> aren't they? She came out, they were all around like 30. That's then, true. A lot yeah, of horny are... old men. One time uh, my uncle was yelling at me and my cousin. And he's where buddy. is this going? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about Britney Spears he, Britney and older Spears. men. She's like, one time, me and my uncle. <laughs> he was yelling at me, and then his buddy was reading this magazine with Britney Spears in it. And he's like, he goes, Hey, uh, uh, we're gonna edit that out. Forget it. No, 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 no. Where did your uncle touch you? <laughs> is that not where it was going? No. Thank oh, God. God. thank God. Yeah, guys, chlorophyll more like borophyll, right? <laughs> Yeah, we can edit that out. That's yeah. up to you. <laughs> I had a I was like, there's there's gonna be so much explaining to do. And I love you. Stop worth the time. I love you. Stop It's a long yourself. walk for a very shitty pair. That was so that was great because it was because we literally had no idea what was happening. You're like, yeah. this one time me and my uncle. Well, I actually, just, I don't want to talk uh, about yeah. that. <laughs> You know what? Edit that I out. I got distracted and I tried to jump back in. Yeah. That was great. It was I'm not going to happen. I'm super concerned. I hope it works out for you with your uncle. But I don't he know. We're what... cool. Oh, that's good. <laughs> we still text. Shout out, Uncle Ox. I'll have I'll have my cousin Kevin listen to this episode and be like, this is where I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, this Talking is the... about your dad. This is the episode where all we get all of our families to listen, and then they just go like, "Yeah, that was a lot." What a I shitty think, train of thought I was yeah. going to run down, and I'm it's like, okay. "Man, <laughs> I just love that." You're like, "No, nah, fuck that. I'm not doing this." <laughs> yeah. yeah, fuck. 
This the is real end well for any I'm of like, us. oh my god, where's this going? This is going to be great. Not end well. We're well, no, have, you, you hyped it up. We're gonna have a breakthrough here. At first, <laughs> at first you were like, at first you were like, he was just telling the stars telling the story, and you were like, yeah, no, he he's been molested. All right, keep going. <laughs> that was Joe, and, and then Jeremy's like, okay, I wasn't molested, but something bad happened. He's like. Nope, I'm good. No, that's fucking yeah. out. It, turned, <laughs> it turned into I'm not ready to tackle this yet. Yeah, <laughs> couple more sessions and then I'll be ready. But I do, I'm just not ready now. You know what I feel about? I'm much better about this now. I'm gonna probably leave it in. You should. <laughs> you should. I think, well, we've been I talking think, about it long enough. <laughs> yeah, I think we we kind of forced it, just like your uncle did. <laughs> You're looking. I'm a cool guy, Brian. <laughs> Sorry, you got me all sad. I'm the golden ox. <laughs> I'm all pieced out in this nice chair. I'm like, whoa, the speaker sounds different over here. <laughs> but seriously, if that happened, I'm sorry. That's no, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I haven't. Let's, hap- let's follow up with that. Because yeah, like, it happened to Joe. That's why he's not allowed in any more uh, Globetrotters games. <laughs> you know, like, remember you got molested. Let's by move on. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, wait, four more molestation jokes. Go. Yeah, go. I don't have any molestation jokes. You just told one. I just that. <laughs> I would say a molestation joke, but I wouldn't want to force it on you. Yeah. Ah, nice. Again, there, there. sometimes recycling I the feel same like thing that, is good. I feel like that's a MERS joke. It's just so like... Yeah. It feels very mers Steve MERS does a lot of those jokes like... Oh, like... He just pretty much says the obvious. I love it. But it's good. It's it. well written. It's so good. Steve is a funny guy. You got a favorite comic? I do. Uh... Oh, that's tough. Don't okay. say Crystalia. <laughs> no. <laughs> give me like, no. Give me my, my uncle didn't fuck me up that hard. <laughs> uh, the use of the word hard there was bad. Yeah. That's a, that's <laughs> you don't got to name your, your your number one. Give Look, me like, I give caught me like, it. I caught it. Yeah. <laughs> give me like three or four. You definitely caught it. <laughs> um, so... Alive today for favorite comic would be Chappelle. He's the goat. Yeah. Uh, oh God, like favorite of all time. I love Mark Marin. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of who would be my like. You're you're like Mount Rushmore of comedians. Lenny Bruce would uh, probably I do love be Lenny. A- yeah. Did you ever watch a uh, marvelous Miss Maisel? I did because that's how I started getting into Lenny Bruce really? more. No yeah. shit. Because I love that that show's fantastic. It, the show's really, really good. Yeah. And the guy who plays Lenny Bruce is great. And that's how I kind of started. Like I knew of Lenny Bruce. I, I didn't know that much about him, but the more because I started kind of researching more about him and so like his actual life. I mean, it was a listening was, to his comedy now is tough because there is a lot of cultural like yeah. references of his time that don't hold up because like, I don't know who was the fucking Senator of Alabama was during yeah. 1960, but yeah. he's, but you could tell like just the rhythm of it all and everything is still like the comedy's there. Yeah. And he was a, probably ahead of his time in terms of like the, cause censorship was still a pretty big thing back mm-hmm. then too. He was getting arrested left and right for sets. Yeah. Carlin got arrested with him because he refused to show his ID. Yeah. Like some sort of, Punk bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no one really. I I talk to a lot of comedians and I get their like their favorites, and like they're like most of the favorites are usually like again very understandable and I like it. But no, not a lot of people I know mention Rodney Dangerfield. How like um, quick witted he was. He really was. Uh, he, he, man, he was. 
I think he's as far as like comedians are concerned. I think he is somewhat under like underrated yeah. as far as his ability to write comedy, like a pure one liner, and then make so him like funny. kind of a story. Yeah, like yeah. he t- like his one liners are him, and like he was like really good at it. Yeah, people reference like, and I get them like people like when they think of one liners, they think of like Mitch Hedberg or yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, fuck. Again, I'm terrible with cultural references. I get, yeah. I'm a comedy Mitch fan. Mitch Hedberg's definitely like, like when you think of one-liner comics, he's probably the first one you think he, He's of. the ultimate, like, oh, a weird guy who's got one-liners. That I, was well, Mitch Well, yeah, and I think I think he's probably the most recognizable, even for casual people, in terms of uh, the one-liners, because it's a very different type of comedy than most people are actually used to now. Because like, even when you... Like if you're like, because I do this a lot. Like we're on like road trips, we'll just hit the comedy station that kind of rotates like every like three four minutes. Just like a Mitch Hedberg joke always shows up all the time. It, it's always in there, and every everyone, even if they don't even know who they're listening to, they know the jokes. Like uh, like the <laughs> the one that still makes me laugh is the uh, um, Diet Dr Pepper tastes like just like regular Dr Pepper. Then you fucked up. <laughs> 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 like it's like stuff like that, and then. It's funny you bring up Rodney Dangerfield because I'm more, and I think most people are more accustomed to the movies he was in, which I think makes people forget that he actually was a comic. Yeah. Or not even know that he was a comic. Yeah. Because he was, there was a time where he was in like, I think like 10 movies in like four or five years. I think it all started with Caddyshack. Yeah. Because that was his first movie, I think. Yeah, I actually think, well, yeah, actually I think you're right. But he would do the same thing. He would just talk about like, you know, his wife and his, uh, uh, like, how, like how bad the one I remember about him is. Like, or on Johnny Carson. He was really funny on Johnny Carson. Very funny on Johnny too. Carson. He was talking about like just how bad of a, a, a cook his wife was. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know toast could have bones. Yeah. He's like, like, he's, I mean, it's like little shit like that. Like, yeah, my, my, my wife made me a butter a butter sandwich. What's going on with that? Oh, gosh. <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Q verse two, Jeremy? Go. No, no second verse? Okay. No. No second oh. verse to the dick, the dick song? What is that song called? Oh, I don't even know. I've never named it. Oh, I just did. Dick song. Yeah, dick dick song. song. Yeah. It's like swan song. Yeah, but <laughs> but more penis. And by more, we just mean a little penis. Yeah, I don't... Uh, shoot. No, it's, the ones that you just named are... are I think I, I, at this point, everyone is... Not everyone, but most people are like Chappelle's the, the goat. Yeah. yeah. I just heard Kevin Hart not that long ago talking about that on Rogan's podcast saying Chappelle's the goat. And that's coming from a guy who right now, whether you think he's he's definitely the most successful comedian on the planet, I think Hart is. I, I can't think I, of anyone who's even close. Everything you can't say. Everything society is not allowed to say. Well, that, that's why Chappelle says it, and he delivers. Perfectly. And recently, too, in the midst of a cancel culture, he's saying shit you shouldn't. T- I'm not saying he shouldn't say that people are deeming you shouldn't be able to say. That's why it's but, so funny. but it's not, but it's like what everyone's thinking. He's yeah. so good at conveying what, what place it's coming from. Yeah. Yeah. And communicating the fact that he doesn't mean anything harm by what he's saying. He doesn't, he can't fully contextualize it. So this is how he processes uh, these, these things of like uh, the uh, LBG, LBG, oh my God, I can't talk. LBG. TQ. Yes. Uh, I got you. I'm here to help. Thank you. But I yeah, Catholic he, school. he'll bring up offensive topics or topics that seem somewhat um, risque, but he always does it from a place of humility of being like, I don't fully understand this topic, and this is my way of processing it. Yeah. He's just I funny. His, so funny. Uh, of his recent ones, his little f- four-minute bit about Jesse Smollett 
it still brings me. I laugh every the French guy. I, I've heard it twenty <laughs> times, and I still laugh every time yeah. I hear it. So Just because the way he tells the story. Yeah. He's the juicy smoothier. Like he wouldn't say his fucking name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh shit, it is good. I oh. always liked and I still do like uh Tom Segura. The reason I like him so much is because the my first exposure to him was he did a bit about the first 48, which was a show that I was well immersed into. And everything he said, I couldn't figure out either. I don't know if you've ever seen the first 48, but basically the the, the premise of the show is Crimes, especially murders, are usually solved within the first 48 hours. After that, your chances of solving that crime are cut in half. Yeah. And like the, the entire premise is around like like things like that. Like <laughs> like someone gets killed on Monday and then on Wednesday they're like, I don't know, I don't think we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> Just move on to the next one. <laughs> but it was also like in the interrogations, because it's a reality show where, you know, a cop would sit down with somebody and They'd be like, we know you were there. It's like, I wasn't there. Like, come on. I know you were there. He goes, all right, I was there. I killed him. You're like, fuck. I didn't know it was that easy. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was that easy to get a confession out of people. Did you do this? No. Did, but did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Here's a video. Here's, yeah. a video. Here's a video on my phone I recorded. Yeah, it. Like, it, it, the, the whole joke is like, about like, like, fuck, you can kill somebody, but you can't lie for a couple minutes? Like, it's, and that's why I started getting into him because I very much relate to that. Because I remember watching the show thinking, fuck, dude, lie. Jesus, say no comment. Get a lawyer. Why does no one do that? Since this is edited, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Okay. Can you let, can you let people, I think they're people waiting. That's why I keep looking at my phone because I know that. Go to the bathroom and I don't know, walk. Nice. Just a lot of kids walk. No, we were just now, talking. Joe had a coat and other We COVID were just talking scare. about my last COVID quarantine, which ended on Friday. Have you had or known anyone that's. I know about 15. I didn't actually have it, but I had where there was somebody that I know that had it. That I was in contact with, so I quarantined while I was waiting for my test. Which is, I think this was the third one I did. Yeah. Outside of the big one. It's, it's not really scary, I guess, anymore. I guess I'm like, when I found, I was more pissed, actually. Not yeah. not even pissed. I don't want to say I was mad at my friend. It's like, you got it from his kid. You just got mad that school. you got to keep dealing with I it. got mad that, I, well, actually, I was mad because we had just had a guest the day before. So the first follow-up piece of communication I had to... Uh, our guest was, hey, man, that was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. P.S. I'm quarantining because I was exposed to COVID, and now you, <laughs> and now you are. <laughs> so, which he was cool about. He's like, look, this is just the time that we live in. You know, yeah. I, I wouldn't leave the house. And we didn't touch. We didn't even fist bump or anything like that. But I was just like, I hate that I have to tell you this. But I also, you did the right thing, I also can't not tell you this. Yeah. Yeah. No, you did the right thing. And he said the same thing. He was like, and he was all, it was a. Aaron Seacrest, okay pants. He was on, on Sunday. He was great. Yeah, he's and, great and he was such a nice, which made it even worse. Where I'm like, I would have felt bad no matter what, but we had so much fun with him. I'm like, I can't believe the first thing that I have to tell this dude is you may have to quarantine now. <laughs> <laughs> but he said the same thing. He's like, You did the right thing telling me. He's like, It's 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 all good. But then I had to wait. There's only so much you could do. Yeah. But then I had to wait because uh, you know, you can't I can't find out Monday and get a test Monday. I had to wait like five days to make sure whatever. 
but no anti, but no, no nothing. I mean, I was fine. It was just, and it wasn't really annoying. I don't want to say that I was annoyed quarantining because it's disappointed. Yeah, simultaneously. Yeah, that's I wasn't it. mad. I was just disappointed. Yeah, but I mean, it's like simultaneously with like, uh, like around this time, I was reading this article about this. I think like an Italian hitchhiker that like got lost in the Alps and was like in the fucking freezing cold with a broken leg for like seven days. I'm like. Technically, he was quarantining, too. Yeah. But, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> his seven days was way worse. So it's hard for me to bitch when I'm at home with Netflix and Hulu and YouTube and a stocked fridge and... A lot know, of quarantines w- are just like a the ...in a warm life. house with my dogs and wife. Was I, I mean, it's... it's it's hardly a chore, and it certainly isn't a sacrifice. It's just something you have to it's do. It's something I kind of, like, on the days before the pandemic, I just wanted to do. Yeah. That's what I was can- Oh, I, wait. Oh, you, the government's going to tell me to stay at home for two weeks, and I could just watch TV and not have any other worries. I wish not I was see able anybody. to do that. I had to yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's places you can go. You can probably get COVID and then stay there. You know, stay home. Barley House there's downtown? No, yeah. <laughs> there's no government assistance like, if you get COVID, though, right? No, there isn't. How I does think that work? It, if you get COVID, you got to stay from two weeks. You don't get paid. Well, I think it just varies by your job, because uh, you know some like me. I work from home, so I can still work. And I know people that I work with that are working all over the country that have COVID, but they just keep working. Um, but it, it depends on the job. You know, some people have to go into the office. Well, yeah, but people that have to go into the office, what if they get COVID? Who, Again, who, who helps pays their bills? It's going to depend on the job because you can. Some people can just use pe- like a personal time or sick days or something like That's that. That's still unfair, a little bit. I've never had to cross that bridge with them, so I'm not going. It's not. A, what do you mean? It's not fair. Uh, I don't think uh, for government standard for to tell someone they have to stay at home for two weeks. That they have to use their own personal time. I think they should be given personal time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, maybe they don't have to. Again, I think it would depend on the company. Yeah. But you know what Some I mean? Like company, that, that is pretty unfair. Like your PTO oh, no, is personal agree. time off. I agree. But when, when the government is, like, technically, if the government's forcing you to stay at home, how do I pay my bills? Like, well, you need to use your time. It's like, oh, okay, you're not, not that yeah. it's like, and, and that's and that that's not a political thing. It's no, just that general. and that wouldn't be a government stipulation either. I think that would depend on the company. I, I'm sure there are companies that would just say, don't use your time, but you got to stay home. That's yeah. it, period. Other ones would be like, obviously, you have to stay home. You're going to have to use your I think yeah, it's just going to vary by the job and the, the company you work for. Yeah. I, that's, where, a, that's a reality. Where it hurts the most is people like in your realm that maybe are like working like in the restaurant, retail, whatever type industry where, especially restaurant, like people that rely heavily on tips because you can't send them home and be like, okay, we'll cut you in on the tips. Like, I mean, that, that's a rougher situation for sure for everyone involved, especially yeah. the people that are being forced to stay home because if they're depending on their tips to pay bills, Two weeks it can be uh, that can be a lifetime. Yeah, yeah for, that's you know, a lot of money. It's a lot of time, mm-hmm. and some people that you know because I mean I've I've I, I mean I've bartended waited tables for two years. I mean it's it's nice. You know you can go home with a hundred dollars in your pocket. Yeah. You do that a couple times a week. That's nice. That's how you pay your bills. But if yeah. you can't depend on that hundred dollar, you know tips. That's, yeah, when that's I worked in the service industry, to take two weeks off would be huge. Like mm-hmm. that, that's a lot of money. Like. I'd, I can't, I can't. I couldn't afford. To yeah, it's that. tough. Yeah, but yeah. So I mean, I got lucky because I do work from home, which is nice. And then, um, and I ultimately didn't have COVID, which is even better because I like seeing my mom. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we're actually going to see my wife's parents next weekend. So same thing. Like we just we're like you know my wife was pissed, I was pissed, but at the same time we're like, look, it is what it is. 
We were pretty confident we didn't have it anyway because we had no symptoms. We felt fine. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm probably too strong to get it, too. I'm very muscular. Do you have psoriasis, <laughs> too? What's that? Do you have psoriasis, too? No, I can't get that either. I'm too strong. You can't. Too strong. <laughs> the only thing I can get is muscle strains due to muscles. Due to muscles. Due to, due to too many muscles. Oh, I, why are you sore? Oh, my muscles are just too big and they need a break. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, you, I'm not really, that's the thing. I'm not really worried about getting it. I don't I'm think not, so. I'm not either. No. I'm I think at this about point, spreading it. Yeah, I think, it, I think at this point, most people have kind of accepted that they're probably going to get it. Um, I'm, again, pretty confident I did early March of last year. I think yeah. just before they were actually testing for it. Because everything I had was exactly what people say they had. Your diarrhea? Yeah. What's that? Your diarrhea? No. Damn it. Too bad. Yep. Um, but I no. just had diarrhea <laughs> last week. I was like, oh, fuck, I have COVID. And then I just ate more of the, the leftover chicken I've had outside for a week. I was like, oh, that's COVID. I oh, totally have yeah. COVID. No, I had butt COVID after that one, the episode we did with Penny when we ate those terrible tacos. I'm pretty oh, sure it was yeah. that. He, he ordered yeah. some really bad tacos. <laughs> I didn't even do it justice. Every time you took terrible. a shit, your asshole said, COVID. <laughs> 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 But yeah, I know I do. I think people are just like, look, we're there's a good chance we're just gonna get it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. But I like mean, you luckily, said, luckily I haven't. I don't think I've gotten it, but you know, you know, you, I just pretend like I I have it all the time. Yeah, that, and that, then that mitigate actually, the risks from there. Yeah. That's what's recommend. That's when I first did when co- when they were like giving out like like whatever structure to not spread it or whatever. The yeah. big thing. It's like kind of like when I was when the reason why I would stay home when I had the flu when I was a kid was because you just don't want to spread it. Yeah, like that's that should be everyone's worry. If you have it, don't spread it. Yeah, like or a- act like you do have it. If you don't, yeah. like act like you do have it. So how how do you not spread it? And that, I think that's what a lot of people forget. Like you could have it, that's fine. Like no, I don't give a shit if I have it. But yeah, I don't want to. I don't want some old person to get it, and then I see that old person dies in a week. I'm like, oh fuck me. Yeah, no, well that the was guilt my, of that shit. The most frustrating suck. thing is the people who get it and then they don't say anything to anybody about I it. I know, it's so frustrating. Yeah, like, even if honest about even it. if you stay home, it's just like, so what? But did you see someone yesterday? Let them you gotta know. tell them. I no one again. I didn't want to have that conversation with that guy, but I had to. You did to. the right thing. You did We're the adults. Right thing. We need to have those conversations. My buddy, right. the one, my buddy that texts me, he's like, I am so fucking sorry that I am going to text you this. And he told me, I was like, <laughs> and we're friends, so but he didn't take it that way. I was like, "You motherfucker!" Yeah. <laughs> I just I hope was I, so pissed off. Yeah, I just hope I don't get an STD one day because at least be, having COVID is still socially acceptable. You know, like if I had an STD, I'd be like, "Hey, so I just want to let you know, you might be living with AIDS." <laughs> you know, I am feeling a little a little bit self conscious that not even COVID wants to be around me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, well, you know what? You might maybe this new strain will. Well, you know, maybe that'll. Yeah. I mean, there's new strains out. That there. new strain mm-hmm. seems way more aggressive yeah. and you know less likely to be picky. Also, it seems like she's not like the original strain. Like she's got like she's more into like introverts. You As- know. And I'm honestly, like Brian, I'm like Brian on these apps. I'm like looking for love. Yeah, but you're just looking for your perfect strain. Also, to be fair, I, I also think that the the first strain of COVID got so much media exposure. I think it got a big head, and it was just like, yeah. I need to be around everybody. If the original, right. if the original COVID, I'm, I'm going after Idris Elba. The original <laughs> COVID's Britney Spears. This next strange Jamie Lynn. Who's telling me that they? It. They, was it you who was telling me you canceled on something because Tom Hanks got COVID? And you're yeah. like, Tom Hanks got it. I'm out. Totally. 
That, okay, so this I remember is, that. This goes full circle. So the guy you let in the building, Steve Guy, you know, he was running his show at uh, Battery Park, Battery Park Pub. And that was on a Thursday. So the Wednesday, COVID was happening, and I was hosting LVT. And that was before social distancing or anything. Like, that's when it was building. And I'm in the middle of my opening set, like hosting. And there's a lot of, there's like a lot of people in there. And it, everyone's having fun. And all of a sudden, I hear in the back, someone goes, oh, Tom Hanks. And I was like, hey, how about you be like Tom Hanks and cast away from this conversation? I'm on the mic. And then I was like, COVID. Tom Hanks has COVID. And I hear it on stage. Someone's like, Tom Hanks has COVID. So I'm a comedian. The first thing I do is I just start shitting on COVID. And then I get like, you know, I just go through the night. I'm like, there's nothing I can change. I'm not going to look up anything. I'm just going to get through this night. And then the next day, like, it's the frenzy and like everyone's freaking out. And I text Steve. I'm like, hey, I'm not going to be able to make the show just because of the COVID thing. I'm in the healthcare field and everyone around me is freaking out. Like, my, like at work, like people are telling me, hey, like they're freaking out. They're getting me sketched. I was like, it's probably just best for my mental health if I don't do the show. I thought you told him, like, oh, I can't make it, man. Tom Hanks has COVID. Oh, my God. Wait, I need to look to the message. My world like, is imploding. <laughs> my world's been around I'm Tom really Hanks. I'm really sorry, man. I can't make it to this show. Tom Hanks has COVID. Yeah, I, I think, I don't know if I texted him that exactly. That's so funny. That was the joke around, like, the, the when Tom Hanks got, he's like, there's still a lot of people that were just like, it is what it is. Like, their family members can get it and die, mm-hmm. and then Tom Hanks get it. It's like, oh, fuck, this is real. America's yeah. sweetheart. Like they're, they're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking trying to take gum? You yeah. can't take gum? This, thing's, this COVID's gone too far. They're yeah. trying to take Tom Hanks away from us. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take Aunt Mary, that's fine, but gum? Oh you can't God. take gum. <laughs> Remember when his wife played that hot waitress at the in uh, That Thing, that you, thing do? you Do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I'm, like, screaming at it. Like, I'm, like, fucking... What was that guy's name? Guy? Was that his name, the drummer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Guy, would you stop drinking martinis and fucking handle this? <laughs> I hate that my one reference that I, I I know really well is like a movie that nobody saw. Oh, I've, yeah. seen that. I've honestly <laughs> seen that movie ten times. It's a great movie. It's a really good movie. I've seen that movie probably ten times. It's, it, I still yeah. think it's good, too. Yeah, it holds yeah. up. It's a good I watched movie. it recently, and I was like, oh, this holds up pretty it's good. It's a good movie. Yeah. It's solid. Fucking Tom Hanks. Miss you, buddy. Shout out. He's not too dead. Soon. Too soon. Tommy. Gone. He's still alive. Gone. No, no, he's dead. Gone too soon. <laughs> COVID just like it's. What if COVID just like a bunch of aliens? They're like, yeah, we're gonna kill people and then bring them back. That'd be fine. And but, but now they're just aliens like living in our world. They're a bunch of scrolls. As long as we could pick, I think that'd be fine. Yeah. I, my favorite is the people who thought that COVID was like a government conspiracy. It's like that's still going on. It's so funny. Yeah. It just died down a little bit. What? How? Exists. Why? What is there to gain from that? So it's okay. a sh- if, it, if it were, so, it's a shitty conspiracy. Preach. So, okay, if you actually, now, before I get into this, I don't believe it. I don't condone it. And I think it's stupid too. But here's where some of them kind of. Oh, I love go. it. Here's that's, where some. Yeah, here, here, here's, because I went down a rabbit hole with this too. Because I was like, who's getting anything out of this? I don't fucking get it. Yeah, Everyone's nothing miserable. To be gained. So, mm-hmm. one of the ones that, 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 that I heard was that. Uh, and by heard, I mean it, we talked about this at our meetings. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
And, I, and here I thought you were just playing devil's advocate. As it turns out, you are the devil. No. Yeah. <laughs> Satan. I'm not the devil. I'm the VP. Lucifer. I'm the VP. There's someone above me. Lucifer, Lucifer, so they're, they're saying that a lot of the things that was happening like prior to, because it was coming up on this, that was the election year because it started in 2020, is that uh, things, I'm trying to choose my words carefully, not that things were going well, but there were things from like a financial and economic and industry standpoint where those were the people that you weren't going to lose in the upcoming election in terms of swaying their vote or anything like that. Because mm. most people, for the most part, even like, like for example, if there are 10... If there are 10 topics for an election, they're going to focus on the one or two that they care the most about. The other eight, they're like, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that, but uh, this is the thing I'm really fucking into. Yeah. Yeah. So the thought process around it was COVID takes away um, safety, jobs, industry, uh, recession. My I mean, it's, it's everything. Financial. It, it just, it, it, I mean, you saw it. It crippled the world nine, in 30 days. Everyone's losing their jobs. Everyone's... Losing their homes, everyone's losing their income. Italy you know, lost people almost, can't go out. It, Italy almost it, lost their country. It fucking, yeah. I mean, it fucking ravaged Italy or Spain, like those those countries that are just smaller, more condensed. I mean, California never you, opened back up. To think about the the amount of organization that I know that need to happen. That's where yeah. it, that's where it really falls yeah. apart. Like you know, you would. This is not something when that you, Ted Cruz can't even book a vacation I without know. getting busted. <laughs> <laughs> I know with the amount. Yeah, but we actually have. But no, actually, we started this years ago. <laughs> but th- that's the thing where it kind of falls down. It's like this is not something that you can just, just start discussing on Monday and have and play on Thursday. Right. Like th- there's yeah. a lot of moving parts here, but. When you start getting in those deep holes, it kind of shit like that doesn't really matter. Like it's, but but that's one of the ones I heard is that it actually crippled the financial aspect, which a lot of Trump supporters hung on to about creating jobs, not losing jobs, and all that kind. Of, Wall Street, Dow Jones, all that shit, because all that stuff then got taken out of the conversation, and then they can focus on, hey, you know, here are the death tolls if he had done this, and this is where. Again, it kind of got into it where then it also kind of plays into Trump's the thing that he's very, very bad at. I mean, he's bad at a lot of things. But what he is very bad at is contradicting himself two weeks later. So there'll be like, you know, documentation of him on Twitter or an interview saying this. And then a month later, he says this, then this, then this and this. So they can go back and piece that all together and say, if he had just done what he said he was going to do here, he would have saved X amount of lives. Because then you can actually start adding a dollar in a life tally to everything that he's doing or in this case not doing so that was one of the things that i really kind of i went into a hole in this too but the whole time i'm just like again this is not something you can just do over the weekend right (laughs) like this is difficult like what you're talking about but you can do this with anything though like anyone can take any problem that happened and turn it into like the 2008 crisis is the same thing. I mean, you look at some of those, like those rabbit holes in terms of where they think that actually came from when it was actually just, you know, shady dealings in these large banks. Yeah. But people ignore those things. Like it wasn't actually shady dealings. If you remember, Obama said this back in 1991. He was planning this. Like it just, you can find anything and just try to piece it together. Totally. And that's, I mean, that's how our minds are built yes. as human beings. We're, we're the, our minds are structured to recognize patterns 
and that's, that's and then create and then create new patterns, mm-hmm. and then well, someone else creates. And then you're pattern. more you create a narrative. Yeah, to you're that pattern. totally. Yeah. And most people, especially nowadays, I mean, I love YouTube, but YouTube is one of the more dangerous things on the planet right now. Because if you are fucking gullible and you have four hours. You can get convinced that the world is flat. If you can make a new conspiracy <laughs> theory and you know how to edit videos, yeah. oh, you are fucking You can edit money. videos to make it look like this has been being planned for three, four, five, six, seven years. And if you're dumb enough, and there are an exceptional amount of dumb people with a lot of time They're on They're more hands, older, though, to be honest. I think a lot more older, dumber people because they don't understand. They're they, definitely they, they older. They're well, definitely white. Well, they didn't grow up, they didn't grow up with... Like, one of the pros of technology yeah. is, like, when I was in high school, I remember, like, there was, like, there was, like, all these times to where we, like, people would, like, start trends and we'd tweet dumb shit. And the school would find out. They'd be like, hey, don't tweet all this stuff. Like, don't tweet all this stuff because this stuff ends up biting you in the ass. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, I was a rebellious kid, but I remember I was like, oh, I agree. And then, but all those other old people, like I see them now, like even during the last election, they're all tweeting like really bad stuff, like their opinions. And I'm like, motherfuckers, you guys didn't learn. Yeah. You guys didn't learn. Like you, you didn't practice what you preached. You were doing it because you had to, but when you have to think about it, you didn't do it for you. And they didn't grow up in that time. I, the point is I grew up in that time to know, like I'll, I tweet dumb jokes all the time, but I know they're jokes. I'm not serious. Yeah. And, but a lot of people like tweet and post very bad stuff and then ends up coming to bite them in the ass. Yeah. Because they're being dead serious. They're being they don't know they're being hateful. They don't know like even if they're in a bad mood, they don't know they're being hateful. They don't know they're being anything any other type of way. Yeah, we were kind of brought up in a way to be able to cross reference anything that's being put out. Yeah. And I don't think people of an older generation necessarily grew up with that that ability to cross-reference things. Or, well, or like, no or like know the background well, of like, like wants where, to. where, like if you find something on the internet, you could find something that you agree with, but it needs to be a credible source. Well, see, it actually doesn't, credible sources well, that, well, everything except for the last part, I think is, I think is true. It doesn't have to be a credible source. But it should, it should people, like, credible oh no, it sources. Should, that, yeah. It should, but people post shit all the time from like the onion, not realizing it's not a real article. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like I saw one guy, uh, uh, a super kind of right dude that I know, um, loves to post stuff on Facebook all the time. He's one of my favorite followers on Facebook because most of his stuff has that little gray banner over it that said this has been proven wrong. Was it, was it Dave Morales? What's that? Dave Morales? No, Dave's is pink. I don't know. Why. Oh. <laughs> but because uh, what he posts is so flamboyant. It's so <laughs> every day. It's just a pink banner goes over. It's like we saw through this. <laughs> but like uh, this, this guy is one of my favorites to follow because he constantly posts these things. He posted one the other day and. Um, uh, it was something like, uh, oh, I know it was. It was after the Capitol riots. It was, uh, or not right after whatever, but it was in, in relation to it. And it was uh, found out that news outlets paid people X amount of money to get footage from the Capitol riots. And I'm like, okay, let's say that's true. The footage is still real, though. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. You just described a reporter. <laughs> like, yeah. the reporters get paid to get foot. Like, what? what did you just prove here? But he, but his, he's not reading that. Like he's just seeing people were paid to get documentation. Like, well, yeah, but the, is the documentation true? Like his brain didn't go that far. All he saw was left wing conspiracy theory because they paid all these left wing people to get, you know, video of like if I, 
if I videotape somebody doing something wrong or illegal, regardless of who paid me for it, it's still wrong and illegal, and I have it on tape. So who yeah. fucking cares? Right. But that's where I think a lot of those discussions stop. And we were just talking about like the credible source or cross-referencing. People don't do that anymore. People either watch Fox News or they watch CNN. Yeah. They never watch CNN and then go to Fox News to watch the piece that CNN left out or vice versa because they don't care about that. They're hearing the thing they want to hear. Yeah. I mean, who has got the time for that anyways? Everyone, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. <laughs> because the amount of times people like that post on Facebook Critical 15 thinking, times a day, you got to mm-hmm. be fucking kidding me. Critical thinking is just a, it's a lost art form at this point. Like yeah. they, No one wants to question the things that they're being fed. And, and I think it's also not even just, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, go ahead. But the, okay, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's even that, I think it is definitely the critical thinking is gone, but I think it's also the the willingness to hear the other version or the other side that is also gone yeah no one wants like you ever hear like a um um like a presidential debates from like the 50s or 60s they're very very different than what they are now oh. what, are, what are they like in the 50s and 60s so like in the 50s and 60s because i was like 25 at this time um, <laughs> I, was, yeah. I just beat you to the joke but um, <laughs> i think it was like nixon and kennedy it was the most cordial it was a discussion like there would be times where they would be like, uh, it wasn't um, chaos. It was no, just it wasn't pure. chaos at all. It was actually two men discussing policy. A lot of times you hear, I actually agree with President uh, uh, Nixon right. on on this point. And the way I would probably approach it differently is this. Now, Sounds like a high school speech class. In a way, it was. But, those but were now, because really they because they like weren't wor- they weren't worried about sound bites. They weren't worried about Twitter, which is what all the which is what all the candidates are worried about now. Like. Biden, all, all of them, regardless of what side you're on. Like, and yeah. this is what got Trump kind of elected in a lot of ways is his little quips and one line. so different. People got that. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's like, fuck, now we're all going to start doing that. So they're all trying to do that. Those debates was why those debates were chaos. Like that, that first presidential Biden Trump one was a fucking nightmare to watch. Oh, I didn't even watch. I, I tried I like, watching it. I turned I got, it off. I got like forty minutes in. I just had to turn it off. They were. Yeah. It was just terrible. It was. Brutal. I like how you're like forty minutes in. I just had to turn it off. <laughs> well, I wanted to. I thought it was. I thought the responsible thing was tune in and and just hear some of these things. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, and I thought I was like, but Biden was trying to do what Trump was doing, and t- Trump was trying even harder to do what got him elected in the first place. At least that that was my perception of it, is they were both trying to do the same shit. Yeah, Trump was so unhinged, it was yes. ridiculous. And to, to Biden's fault, he did so little con- to combat it. Yeah, oh yeah. That he thought, oh, maybe I'll let this guy, pu- like, punch himself tired. Yeah. Like, he was trying to Rocky Balboa, like, Rocky yeah. Balboa the situation yeah. and let him punch himself out. That's a good out, analogy. And he just didn't. He just kept, because the man doesn't know... Like he has, he's, as far as talking is concerned, the man has the longest stamina of anybody I've ever seen. That's I've never amazing. seen anybody ramble on the same, say the same thing over and over and over again in different ways than I have seen from Trump ever. I mean, that's what and happens when you have dementia. You just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's not even a joke. I want to be funny, but it's pretty, no. It's probably it's, it's has a, dementia. It's a very it's, it's it was a, such a strange comparison to kind of watch with that was like because that was like watching a reality show versus watching a debate. Even when you go back like ten years, so it wasn't like that. It wasn't like it is now. But no. they're like in order to debate Trump or be in there with Trump, you have to do. I those remember things. was it? It was Mitt Romney and Obama when they were doing that. Um, it was like it was a town hall 
and they both were like sitting down and they had like a wireless mic and when they got asked a question they can stand up and present their points kind and of, walk yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, walk around and shit. Yeah. I actually kind of dug remember, that too. Yeah. I remember people saying how uncordial that debate mm. was yeah. and how disrespectful Obama was being to Mitt Romney. Oh my God. Yeah. And you look back at it now and you're like, wow. It's just two people screaming at each other now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like watching two kids in suits scream <laughs> at each other. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking crazy. Yep. And I, I'm curious what the next round of this will be like with Trump kind of out of the mix or if, are they going to stick to that to try to like maybe they're just like that's the winning formula. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. In the next round of presidency, man, that shit is up for grabs. I either uh, my my whole view on it is either oh, Biden's gonna be a good president at most, or he's going to be the last president. I think he's. Yeah. I think he's going to be a president. Yeah, I don't. I don't expect much out no. of the man. The bar, the bar has been set so low. He, he, like, he can do a couple. That's good how things. shitty of a president Donald Trump was. He <laughs> got Biden elected president. I know. Yeah. The thing, you know what? And I'm not even just saying this. The thing that is the most frustrating to me about the last election is Biden and Kamala Harris is kind of like, like victory lap. I'm like guys. It really had nothing to do with you. <laughs> you were just there. You were no, just there. No one is clamoring for Joe Biden. You're the first no person wants. to ask her to prom, so she no said, one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, Kamala, I'm not trying to bring up things that just happened in the past. You are calling him a rapist three months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're like, that's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> but, I mean, that's, again, just kind of where we are. You know, and that's, and again, I don't think Biden's terrible. I don't think, I just think he's a president. I, I think he's, I, and actually, I think that's, that's what kinda, the country needs I right think, now. I we agree. Just need a, a president. I 100% agree with that. So. I think we need an admin right now. We don't need a fucking president. <laughs> yeah, we we just, need someone who's just going to kind of fly under the radar, maybe do a speech here and there, move some money this way. Stop tweeting. Supply some masks and shut the fuck up. The Democrats up. are really good at looking like they know what they're doing. Fuck yeah. Yeah. They're being all stars now. Uh, but just, in reality, they're not. I, no. hate pol- I hate politics. I, hate I do politics too. Politics. I and I honestly, I find myself hating Democrats almost even more because I feel like it should be so easy for them to win these elections, and they still find ways to fuck it up. Because they want to. Huh, they one thing you can say about the Republican Party is that when they have power, they know how to fucking wield fuck it. Fuck yeah! And I'll and tell you yeah. what, they know how to stay on message. They will all unite around the same fucking stupid message. Yeah. Democrats message. Doesn't matter how bad it is, man. They yeah. are consistent. <laughs> they are very consistent. They were like, it's are we so seriously saying this? Yeah. All right, fine. My, <laughs> someone? <laughs> seriously, I did not get a doctored copy. This isn't, I'm not getting punked. We're saying this. You sound like Dr. All right, Evil I'm when in. you said that. All right, like, I'm in. The doctor. <laughs> the doctor. Someone, someone told me they're, they're like, "Oh, I didn't know you were a political guy." I was like, "Well, based off the last four years, I kind of have to." No, be. Everybody's political. <laughs> you, I, you need to be a little, I, I, but I, you don't need to be. You don't need to like just be in private conversation, like or public conversation, forcing political arguments. But you need to know what's going on in politics. That is the one blessing out of this pandemic, in my opinion, is that the fact that politics matters. No one, no one can deny the fact that politics play into every little aspect of your life no matter what yeah, the fuck it is bonkers, totally. who you vote for and educating yourself is important that's the pro that's the pro of trump becoming president that if you could say there's a pro that's the pro. or the pandemic itself because it's or the pandemic yeah, yeah it's, it's I'm, I'm, forced everybody to realize like oh 
who's in office does affect my everyday life. Like yeah. you can't do anything without uh, the government being involved. Like even the beers you guys bought, that was all taxed it was on yeah. a syntax. So whoever who's put in place in politics Place that tax upon those beers that you bought. And the syntax was made. To be made. fair, actually, these are free beers for me. I actually, <laughs> yeah, this is me. these are out of Brian's house. This I don't know where it came from. The the, the these are just a bunch them. of collaboration. I bought beer yesterday. Yeah. I bought beer yesterday. It's a collaboration beer. of beer I bought, and then just went. Yeah, I forgot it was there. And then I just put. And then like eventually. he called it a variety pack, and then it came out in a Target like plastic bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like we're it's not even in a fridge. We're just drinking the beers in the. I didn't bag think you were going to drink like ten beers. It's <laughs> hilarious. But yeah. now like. I was one of the people that didn't vote for the Hillary Trump. And that was, I voted a couple times. I think I voted once. I voted for that I, when I was legally allowed to. You're preaching the choir when it comes so, to I didn't so vote until I didn't vote. 2008 for Obama for the first time. Yeah. And I was eligible to vote in 2003, 2004. Something yeah, I think like I was, I was uh, eligible. You had to be 18. I was eligible. Yeah. 2000 and I was eligible, eligible 2012. And I voted that election. I didn't vote 2016 because I was like, both these people suck. And I was like, it doesn't you matter. And I was like, it doesn't matter. But you know way. what? You know what's funny about that? It took like two years for everyone to admit that everyone sucked in that election. Mm-hmm. Everyone was just bummed that it was Trump. And, and and I voted for Hillary. I didn't want to. I didn't either. I didn't yeah. want to vote for Hillary, but I did. Um, but it took it literally took like two years for everyone to admit maybe she wasn't the one we should have put out there. Because she was. She was a bad candidate. I knew yeah, that she was se- a terrible candidate. I knew she's the second I was like, why terrible. didn't she get? She's one vote away. She's one policy away from being a Republican. Like she's yeah, she's a fucking warmonger. Like I mean, she's- my favorite thing of uh, Republicans saying lately is that like, well, as far as '90s standards are concerned, I'm a Democrat. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, <laughs> are we utilizing still '90s a standards? Yeah, it's like a, what? Like, yeah, if I if I were a if, at this point, I like if I were uh, my policies that I w- would vote for. I, I, I'm trying to reiterate something my brother had said, and I, <laughs> he said the way he said it. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? In '90 standards, I'd be considered a Democrat. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? It's like, hey man, 2005 Joe was in great shape. He's like, yeah. by, <laughs> he's, he's like by '90 standards, I'm a Democrat. Also, I still use a pager, and Tori Amos is incredible. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for saving that. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thank you. She actually is incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, that wasn't a joke. She's amazing. Tori Amos is, is pretty cool. Yeah, big fan. Big quite, fan. quite the looker, I might say. Yeah. <laughs> I've always loved her. She's off. the second prettiest woman besides my girlfriend. Yeah. That, that call out actually doesn't work because you haven't said her name. Yeah, and she doesn't listen <laughs> <laughs> to the podcast. Oh, shit. She'll probably listen now because we got the golden ox. Nah, she listens. She says she doesn't listen, but she's like, I know she listens. She's uh, someone's listen like, Yeah, no, I don't know your tweets. And it's like, Oh, she's I know everyone somehow- you're like. Oh, uh, dude, like, well, you'll get there. And like, like that, that's like my wife yesterday when we were driving to uh, wherever the fuck we were going. Um, she was like, uh, what do you, are you, so you're recording around? I'm like, yeah, because we basically record every Sunday now. And I was like, oh, it's uh, this guy, Jeremy. And I started kind of explaining, she's like, what are you going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, so you don't <laughs> don't know what you're going to talk about? And I'm like, what do you care? You don't listen. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It has no impact on me at all. Yeah. My wife is not interested in anything I'm doing. Hell yeah. She's so, like, she like, she's got her own thing going on too. Like she's, she's got her own shit. So. Yeah. It's understandable. She, she does. does. Yeah. So What's her time. podcast called? 
Oh, yeah, that's a good point. She should be listening. Yeah. Yeah, she... Oh, she runs a business. (laughs) (laughs) I pay gas bills. (laughs) (laughs) She runs Uh, a business. I love you did the quotes like she's not doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, she just leaves the house and just... We're all going to meet up at LBM later. (laughs) (laughs) Wasted. It'd be... I mean, it would be weird because they're closed today. Oh yeah, they do close. Yeah, because yeah, they, they're uh, they're very religious. Yeah, they close for the Lord's Day. <laughs> Is that really the reason why we worship Satan? <laughs> do you know what LBM stands for? Uh, I've, I do. I, I've heard Le- it. I've I think heard- it means lesbian blacks matter. Right. I'll let you in on a secret. It's for Larry Bird's mustache. Oh, okay. <laughs> Is that real? I've heard like five different things. No, that's not real. I didn't think that's, so. Uh, they didn't tell me at first. I had to, I had to wait like a month to find out what the fuck it meant. And uh, when they told me, it was actually kind of a letdown because I was convinced it was for Larry Bird's mustache. Yeah. I'm a Celtics fan. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Magic Johnson. He's got AIDS. <laughs> I, whoa, whoa. I went deep there. <laughs> Shame on you. I've heard a couple Jimmy different Brian. versions of what I think that Horrible. of what people think Bad that means. I've heard a couple really stupid ones. Then I heard what's, one that I thought was good. Yeah, what is what is it? Let's be monsters. That's the one I heard. That's I was like, cool. that actually. Where'd you cool. hear that from? Um, uh, <laughs> Jeremy's like, I know that's the meaning of it. I have to kill you now. <laughs> and the guy that I told wish that were you. true. I good luck. I'll get to that door before you get me. Yeah, who told uh, you? Who did I don't you have that? any nunchucks, so yeah. I'm, you know, <laughs> he's no, no recourse. He's, he got hand sanitizer. Yeah, Just get one of his cuts. There's no <laughs> no recourse here. I hope you have dry yeah. hands. Who <laughs> told me that? It was one of my friends that claims to be in the know of stuff, and it's it's not that. One, I, I thought I was hoping that wasn't him because I was cool, but it was mainly the way he conveyed it to me. I was like, fuck, you really sound My like- father yeah. was like convinced it was little Baron Madison. like, And I told him he was wrong. That's actually really nice. I told him he was wrong. He's like, no, I'm not wrong. It's for little Baron Madison. And he like expected his like high end shot. <laughs> he was like, I'm wrong. Now you got to believe me and tell everyone that's what yeah. it is. He was just so convinced. Like, now they're going to bring me in, silent partner. What's up? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I love the aura around this name because people are guessing like crazy. No and one's gotten it right so far. Yeah, so I'm pretty happy about that. Will you tell us? Not here. Maybe just write it down, and we'll uh, tell everybody. <laughs> Everything's like made a, up, and the points don't matter. I'll give you a few letters, and then we'll we'll play like Hangman. Ooh, <laughs> this is like a sexy ad libs. Fuck, yeah. I'm fucking into that. I don't know why. I, I'm not going to do that. That sounds time consuming. Oh, fuck. <laughs> time, yeah, okay, just write it down. I was so down down for like Mad Libs right now. I was like, hell yeah. Is so I'd be like, all right, all right, this one has five letters. And I'd be like, common. <laughs> I like how all of a sudden I'm really concerned about my time into a, like a two hour long podcast. Yeah, this is, someone already <laughs> fell asleep. I've, oh, excuse me. I've got things to do. This is that inner peace podcast I right know now. people get like, like my wife will be like, it's too fucking long. I'm like, I know, but it's kind of hard for me to not do these long i mean it's just again it's just it's an it's a interview and a conversation at the same time and then we just start going and we're having fun and like, i think we've had like i can't the, wrap these up in like 60 minutes we've had a good like seven questions with you <laughs> and then it's just prolonged in a good way you get warmed up and then you get a rapport going then you yeah going. then we start yeah. hanging out mm-hmm. well that's what we were talking about like we like we don't most we don't i don't think we have any that i think maybe one with gerald the MMA fighter. That one lasted about an hour and 20 minutes. And I think that's the shortest one. Because, again, like I'd say it on most of these these episodes, like 
when we at least this doesn't really apply to you guys because I know and even you and I kind of know each other, but we're meeting people for the very first time when we're talking to them. Yeah. So a lot of times it takes kind of 15, 20 minutes for them to kind of get loose yeah. and then go. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't. And then the opposite happens sometimes. Like when we were talking to OK Pants, we just fucking started going, talking about heroin. And two and a half hours later, we're just still going. You know, it's just, (laughs) it's kind of hard to, to, it's kind of hard to do any type of interview in under an hour if you really want to unpack some people that are, some of the shit that people are doing. Or even get a sense of who the person is. Very much. Yeah. Yeah. This has been a a good one, though. I agree. Because I feel like, because again, Jeremy, we've known each other for what? At least two years. Yeah. I don't even, I don't know. When did you get back in the scene? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I blocked it out. Probably, yeah, two or three 2019, 2018? 2018. Yeah, so like three years. Uh, maybe about around like two to three years. We've known each other. Yeah. And yeah, this is you and Joe. So I, I took time off and then... During that time off, you started coming around. Yeah, I started... Well, I started, yeah, I started doing it in 20... I'm about to be on four years in a couple months. Um... You've grown so much. Thank you. I know. I think I have. I actually. And yet, I've grown so little. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten wider over time. Well, I mean, from from two hours ago to now, I think you've grown. Oh, yeah. Thank you. But I literally like my first exposure to you. <laughs> <laughs> We've known each other. For, yeah. So like, you could say like around two to three years, and you just met Joe. Like you guys have talked. You guys just met officially, and it's been a good. It's been a good time. Well, it's again, my second time here in a week. Joe's fucking, first time. I'm still fucking waiting. I'm waiting. We're about. We're gonna have a dud guest soon, and I don't know when. But we've just been way too lucky. I was really hoping. <laughs> yeah. I was really hoping it was gonna be me. No, I kind of was too because I well, really want to get it out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> when we got the scheduling out, Joe, Joe's like, "Oh yeah, we're getting Jerry." He's like, "We're getting Jeremy." Like, oh hell yeah, it's gonna be great. And we were gonna do, originally we we're gonna do it in Joe's basement, and we did it here, and it's like, all right, fuck yeah, it's a new again, it's a new vibe for me. There's it a is, fucking. It's cool. You can record your freestyles over there. Yeah. My name is Jerry. I kind of might need to. Say. You can record that rap album you've been talking yeah, about. Yeah, I've been. Butter I actually, and bread. I've been writing really bad. Okay. Before, I've been writing really bad rap lyrics, and i like been saving them on my phone. Would it be more shocking to me if you were writing really good rap lyrics? I know. No, me too. That's why I'm like, they're, I know <laughs> they're bad. That would be news to me. I know they're bad. It's like any like Lil Wayne song. Like whatever those type of lyrics are, like he's a good he's a good lyricist. But are you guys remotely interested in releasing a rap album? A, a unison one? Yeah, Hell yeah. You yeah. Do it, Jeremy. Yeah. So you can play whatever. guitar in the background. No, 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 no. Beats, lyrics, sexuality. That's it. That's what LBM Battle, stands for. Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> good for you. Now, if my wife did listen, she would love that you did that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta record it and send it to her. Just repeat it on the phone. Just be like, hey. Beast. I said Battle Gar. Uh, uh, that's gone. Battle Gar Galactic. the uncle story all over again. <laughs> I got to walk it on my pocket. Wait, no are Dr. You, Seuss. Wait, are you going to Are you gonna flow? Yeah. No, I, I only got like four lyrics. It's not like a. a oh, because we're. This is a super structured. Like, yeah. you know, it's more of a stream. Yeah. I, I got to walk. Light trickle. I got I got to walk it on my pocket. No Dr. Seuss. Feeling kind of sad. No blues clues. <laughs> but do it again, though, like wait, you're wait. actually rapping. Yeah, like, do a, I like, I like the Eiffel Tower. I'm not talking about France. Stuck my hand down there and grabbed the strudel in my pants. That's it. That's all I got. Where is this coming from? Like, you're I, just I just, I, I get, no, I just get, just like, like I'm just like, I'm just like playing 2K or something. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And I go, oh, and I just write it down. Then I just ignore it. And then I 
Then I you thought know I, the I, person I, you're playing 2K with by pausing the game to write that. Yeah, down. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> shut up. I just got to write it down. Hold right, on, I'm, I'm still working Son on my debut bitch. album. Sorry, I'm texting. <laughs> still working on my debut album. Sorry, I need to pause. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I'll just write down something. I write down the stupidest shit. I mean, it's like jokes. Like you write down this. Like you, don't, you, don't, you, you don't know what so it is, but you think it's funny at the time, or like you think it's entertaining, yeah. so you write it down, and then I just ignore it. So I gotta pause the game because I gotta write write down these rap lyrics. I say, oh, I didn't know you. Did. I didn't know you rapped. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, fuck. That's always what happens. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a rapper, but I don't know when this is gonna come in handy. So I'm always gonna write it down. Yeah, I'm more of an artist than a rapper. Yeah, I don't really like to pigeonhole myself. I'm an artist. Bri- oh, Brian, you know what we should talk about? What we should talk about that one time we were at, we're both at um uh, uh Breakwall in Avon for that comedy show. Where we he had me. He had me. You were there. Raj was there, and I went up first. And as I'm walking up, the guy was telling me that I had to do 25 minutes. Oh, this was that Michael Craney show. Yeah. 25 oh, minutes my God. Yeah. I totally forgot about this and I barely even had I barely had even a good five minutes wait actually <laughs> so, and real quick when was the last time you were on stage uh a month ago at oh, okay so you're yeah. still okay I didn't know if you were still going or not because I, yeah, I know because we there. yeah okay because we just because we're about to we're having our our fuck I don't know another Funkin' chip show next month I didn't know that because from him he's like there's like maybe three four places doing it I don't know if people were still but he's like it's opening up more that's why you want to do the show sorry but yeah tell, I want to hear about this yeah this okay yes yeah, so I want to hear about your twenty five so minutes this is a really set. this is a really funny story or at least for me uh so he as I'm getting up there he goes I want you to do twenty five minutes and I went. Yeah, don't worry, man. I'm going to do my Comedy Central half hour, so don't worry about it. I thought he was kidding. So I get up, and I am fucking eating shit for like (laughs) eight minutes. It it was rough. Yeah, it was bad. Like, no one was paying attention. I was not funny. And it was a lot of people in there, too. Yeah, yeah, but like, like ha- there was a people all the bar with their backs turned watching yeah. TV. Yeah, that's there was like a little couple, like a, a table of not a cu- just a couple. It was like maybe five, ten people, something like that. Yeah, yeah. It was like I remember this. Gr- there was like a group of like older people, then a group of really younger people, mm-hmm. but, but and they were like right next to each other on opposite. Was table. this not discussed before you got there? Like no. length? No, he didn't. He, he didn't tell me how long I was supposed to go until I was about to like walk up on stage. <laughs> he didn't. I I knew my length, but I didn't ask everyone else's length. Okay. So I knew my length. So when I said that right away, I also went right to dick stuff. I don't know if you're in there right now. Oh no, no, sorry. I'm focused on the story. <laughs> okay. I am blasted on the story. Okay, I went right to dicks. I'm right, guzzled ahead, on the story. So I get up and I'm eating shit. No dick length. I don't I'm, care about this. I, I, I I'm <laughs> bombing so hard, and uh, so I'm like. I'm wrapping up because I see him walking around like the back area and I thought he gave given me the light and I just didn't see it because I have terrible vision. And so he's like pacing back and forth towards the back. I'm like, oh, I should probably wrap up. And so I wrap up. I go, thanks, everybody. Uh, you know, have a good evening. And I get off stage. And as soon as I hand him the mic, he goes, he talks into the mic and goes, that's it. And I went, yeah. He goes, I wanted 25 minutes out of you. I was like, oh, I can he come back. He says this into the mic. Into the yeah, wait, let him, let him continue. This is a long. St- this is so, kind of a long story. What I the go, fuck? So I go, I go. I can get back up there if you want and do more time. And he goes, Yeah, I want you to do more time. So I oh, go. God. We're having. He's on stage, and I'm like halfway through the audience, and we're having this conversation. It's a good minute conversation. Yeah, and he's like angered. 
He was he was not happy, and you were confused. Yes, very confused. And so I I go I can get back up there if you want. He goes yeah I want you to come back up here. And then he goes like as if no one was realize like listening in on the conversation we were just having. He goes he was just kidding guys. He's coming back up there. <laughs> <laughs> that really happened. it was so bad. <laughs> and so I get back up there and. I go, the first thing I said was, the only reason I'm up here is because he asked me to be here. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny. I remember I started laughing. Me and Raj were in the back laughing. And I am, so I am doing <laughs> 10 fuck? more minutes. Of what? Of stage time for people who didn't like the first 10 minutes I did for them. While I could see Raj and Brian talking to him just like, just let him get off the stage. <laughs> yeah. Well, our conversation was, I was like, he's like, Michael's like, I'll, I'll name him. It doesn't matter. We were like, we were like, hey, he doesn't need to do this time. He's like, well, I paid him the money to do this for, he's going to do it. And I was like, no, no, no. Me and Raj can make up the time. We don't need to pay anymore. <laughs> we can make up this time. Just get Jeremy off the stage. <laughs> He doesn't want to be there. They don't like this is like and and, and it was plus a perfect storm of I didn't want to go back up there. Yeah. And they did not want to see me back up no. there. Oh my god. He doesn't want to be there. They don't want to be there. No one wants to be there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, we were trying to negotiate how much time we do. Me and Raj were like, real quick, all right, we'll each do like seven more minutes. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Anything. Because we could see Jeremy's just like, you're being very professional. You were you were doing it. Oh yeah, you were doing. I was it. putting in my time, but he, that dude, Michael's like, I paid you this money. We agreed on it. I'm paying you this, and I'm just like, yeah, don't, it's fine. Like you can keep. Don't worry about it. But I should have known it was going to be trouble when I got there because he. I got there. I asked him what time I needed to be there, and he said eight o'clock. And so I showed up at seven forty-five, and he's like, "You're late." And I was like, "I thought I was supposed to be here at eight o'clock." He's like, no, I want you here at seven thirty. I have so many questions. I have so many. Also, the qu the thing was, not only was he hosting the show, but he was also the headliner, <laughs> <laughs> which doesn't Wait, happen. Stop, stop! I am so fucking confused. Yeah, no, just like Jeremy was, <laughs> and all of us. So the guy that does all this booking was the host and the headliner. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he was also the one that was booking you guys and not telling you how much to do and then telling you 25 minutes and then coming back and saying, no, 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 no. Even though I just watched what just fucking happened, I want 10 more minutes of that. Yeah. Hey, Joe, welcome where is to show. At? Welcome to showbiz. Where, <laughs> where, where is this at? Where was this at? The break, the break wall in break wall. Avon, Avon Lake. Yeah, it's not. It's not open anymore. Oh, oh what a fucking shame. Yeah. The, uh, it was actually oh, a nice room, too. Were, they were also projecting the football game that was the college football game that was going on oh, on the TV right by yeah, right behind me. And there was like there was like <laughs> Are you fucking serious? There was like 30 people. It like it, it was like a whole bar, but the room where the comedy was, like you could hear like you could hear everything from the back, like even by the bar. But everyone was interested. They were like hyped for the comedy. Yeah, the ten people who were watching. Yeah, yeah, ten people they that were, were watching. They were hyped for the. They were I there for up, the comedy, and yeah, it's a big, oh, open, God. bright room. Like, you know, it's so because it, this happens. I, obviously, I know. I, I don't know that how often this actually happens to you guys. It sounds like it happens not a lot, but not not a lot. It's surprisingly enough, yeah. And I where left, it comes up, yeah. I left immediately because I had I had a work event I had to go to, so I had to leave as soon as I was done with my set. And so I was getting uh, messages from Brian and Raj being like, listen, man, that was super fucked up. Like, uh, you're still a great comic. And I, I'm thinking to myself, oh, maybe they thought I left out of humility. 
Oh, I thought like you left on a humidity at first. And then we talked about it like a yeah. week later, and I was, I was like, like oh, okay. No, I didn't leave because of that. I left because I had a work event to go to. Yeah. Uh, like, you but I kind of wish I did leave out of embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd been embarrassed, but for some reason, yeah. I was fine. I blocked this show out. I totally forgot this show happened. Well, like he, so he tells because like a lot, like when we were running shows, he tells me like a lot of some of the, like these horror stories. A lot of them are just kind of goofy and funny about you. Know, you We've kinda, all got them. You just kind of have to deal with some of this shit sometimes. Mm-hmm. And this is a music thing and a comedy thing, but I hear more on the comedy side. And that's why I think when Brian's helping me run these shows, he's like, "We got to be conscious of this, conscious of that," because it's not because I can't imagine afterwards you were like telling other comics like, "Hey, yeah, it was a great experience. You should work there." Uh. I didn't say anything bad about it, to be honest with you, because I, you know. Oh, we have very different I, outlooks on life. I don't know if it was, <laughs> it wasn't necessarily, it was, yeah, it was, there was, we were both at fault in this situation. He should have told me how long, how much time I should have sure. been doing. Uh, but I also should have, <laughs> I should have done a better job of being funny. And when I realized I'm not getting the laughs where I should be getting the laughs, I don't think it was at the point then where I could just change up my material either. Yeah, but yep. I mean, also this if is... someone gets off stage, yeah, that's and so then you weird. Tell, and you force them to go back on stage. That kind, like that's. I don't it's know. It's a, a lot. Story. I, 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 if I'm hosting, I, I'm going to make up time for that. But like I, if, I, if I'm I, booking I, it and someone gets off stage, I don't force them to go back on. I'm like, all right, they got off stage. I'll t- I'll handle that privately. Mm-hmm. It's a private conversation to have. Even if there, there there was a mix-up, obviously, of like how much time you thought you were doing, how much time he thought he told you you were doing. But by the time you get off stage, you should not be going back on the stage <laughs> yeah. unless you, unless it's a mutual thing. And that's why we were like, oh, no, because I remember I was sitting in the back with Raj, and he was like, he's, and then he started like shitting. I was like, me and Raj, like, oh, God, what is going on? Because I remember you were not even by a, me and Raj. And we were standing in the back, like at this like little table. Actually, that night was funny. That's the night I puked before I got I got on stage. Yeah, when I showed up, you were puking. I was puking. Yeah, I was way. I got wasted the night before. I was so hungover, and I puked, and I got. And I actually did a pretty good set. I think I actually did a really good set. You did, yeah, good. Because I just started shitting on everybody. I was like, you guys fucking. I I remember I I started shitting on. I was like, you guys didn't well, give I, a fuck I, about anything. I'm sorry. I left during your set though. Because most, most like- yeah, most people do. But the, <laughs> <laughs> how many comics were at this thing? Only us. It was me. It was Jeremy started first, then me, then Raj, and then the guy Michael. But what, okay, so the opener. I'm not. This is no, he didn't. Did he didn't do an opening set? No, he did. He did I twenty. He, well, he did fifteen and then ten. No, I think <laughs> I think he ended up doing like two minutes to like intro the show. I'm so, like just oh, talk about yeah. the show, and uh, then he brought was, Jeremy on because it was I was running late. Or we were but, running yeah, late or whatever. That's so yeah. weird. But and if so you're doing 25, how much were you and Raj supposed to do? I ended up doing t- around 25. And what what's the the headliner doing? 30. Four hours. He ended up doing like way too long. <laughs> oh, so so God. Jeremy, you were supposed to do 20. You said yeah, 20. He told me 25 minutes. And he, this I is like do- literally. Oh, I ended up doing 30. Me and Raj ended up doing the 30, and then he ended up doing like 45, but. That was a long fucking show. And his opener, or like his way to like warm up the show, was like, "Okay, everybody, there's comedy happening." And then like got off the stage, like, "Here's your next comic, Jeremy Demery." Yeah, that was his whole like intro to the show. By the time he got on stage, he was wasted. Yeah, I I would have been. He was wasted. Yeah, but not with your headline. Like, 
I mean, if you're running a show, like if I'm, I'm booking, I book shows. How many shows have I have we booked? Have I done with you where I got wasted while I was performing? No, none. Exactly. Two for me. <laughs> yeah, he got wasted a lot. I don't have to get. I don't have to get on stage. Yeah, but that that one. By the time the headliner goes up there, I'm already headlining myself. <laughs> me and Raj were like watching, like no way, like no way is he gonna try to force him to get back on. Um, so he weird. And then he forced, yeah. and then because I remember we talked to him, like dude, just get, like let's just move on. I love like I, you shouldn't have done. Like I remember, like he was already drunk by that point. I think I was like, you shouldn't have. Force him to go back on. He doesn't want to be up there. I love thinking about that evening. <laughs> I do. It makes me laugh every time I think about that night. And it was a good learning experience for me. Like it's. I've never had that learning. It's experience. Ca- it's 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 it, it's only going to make you stronger in the end, right? Totally. Yeah. So it's but. it's like getting punched in the face when you don't expect it, and then someone punches you in the face when you're when you're getting into a fight. And, and then you get, I felt you this stand, before. Yeah, you stand back up, and then yeah. you get punched and then in when the you think again. the fight, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you think the fight's done, they call you back to get punched in the face for ten more yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. God, that's a fucking how most great, fights go. <laughs> that's a great story. Speaking of comedy stories, so so we did Winchester like two, three weeks, a month ago, maybe. When was Winchester? When you guest hosted? Oh, uh. Yeah, maybe maybe it was a month ago. We when we did the show, I was Jeremy did a set. There were like probably like eight people in the audience when the show started. And another night where I was eating shit. Yeah, I well I went up first. I was like, oh fuck. I remember I was like, this was a miscommunication on our part. I was like, I was talking to Jimmy Graham and like another comic. I was like, hey, do you guys know the order? They're like, no, I was like, oh fuck. And Jeremy's like, Jeremy just gets off. You actually didn't do a bad set. And he goes, Everybody coming up next. Uh, oh man, he's awesome. Like he's super funny. Everybody, Brian Sternick. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> and I walk upstairs and I'm like kind of disappointed because there's only eight people. And I like, I kind of eat my own dick. I figure it out. And then I just end up like, I, I, I watch a couple more people come in when I get off. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, this room's going to fucking fill up by the end of it. By the end of it, like it was perfectly socially distance packed. Yeah. I ended up getting wasted. I think I heckled Jer- uh, Jimmy Graham's set. I think he's like, stop talking, Brian. Like, I was like, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm getting drunk now. That uh, was, yeah, that's so, that show got sold out by the end of it. It was just by the time we got on, like by the beginning of the show, there weren't that many people. Oh, my God. But that's what yeah. happens in shows like I, that. that. That's that place. The Winchester's so a great place. It funny because most people were doing okay at best during that show until Dave Flint got up and then Dave Flint got up and like called the room a bunch of bitches or something like that. Yeah. And these people lost their fucking minds. He started shitting on them so hard. And they loved it. It was the weirdest fucking thing. And I just like, I remember thinking like myself, like what the fuck? He's like shitting on these people. They're eating it the fuck up. They they preferred it. it. It's like they wanted all of us to call them a bunch of motherfuckers. Right. It was super weird. So I got up after Dave's set and I went, Guys, if I would have known from the beginning just to call you a bunch of dumb motherfuckers or a bunch of dumb bitches, we could have been friends from the get-go. <laughs> I only have one very limited experience with Dave Flint, and it actually goes back to uh, the Rose show that we did. And it was actually one of the funniest and worst fucking conversations I've ever, I've ever had with Brian. So we it was the second, it was only the second like live show that we've ever done. And uh we were selling tickets. Like, I mean, there was a hundred people. The show it was another sold out show. It was great, but it's a roast show. So everyone knows ahead of time who they're going with to write jokes about that person. Um, 
I get a text from Brian. Like, it's on a Friday night. I get a text from Brian at, like, uh, Thursday, like, 6 p.m. or something like that. He's like, I got to call you. I'm like, are, are you pregnant? What? <laughs> he, yep, and so, I was pregnant. Totally. <laughs> Sorry, we got rid of it. Chipotle. But the, uh, so he, uh, he calls me. He's like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, what the fuck is happening, yeah, man? Yeah, this he goes, is ominous. Dave Flint dropped out. I'm like. That sounds bad. Because <laughs> again, it's a roast show. So whoever was going against Dave Flint has been writing jokes for him <laughs> for a couple yeah. of weeks. Yeah. I see so fortunately, we are really he's like, I already found a replacement. I'm like, In my Who? head, I'm thinking a comic dropping f- off a show. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's easy. But, but this was we a, just replaced the comic. It was yeah. a, it was a, it was a roast <laughs> battle. But and the show went great. It really, really did. And the reason I not still to this day say this guy fucking saved it because you know it just made it kind of complete was uh uh, Brassfield, right? Was it James Brassfield? Yeah, Teachy's Devils, James Brassfield. Guys, he was awesome. He he stepped in. He's like, I'll fucking do it. He's on, the man. on twenty-four Teach hours notice. Jumps in there and he killed. He was great. He really, really was. But I it love was, that uh, man. He's he's so that guy. He's so funny on the fly. Like you can put him in in any situation, and that dude's gonna perform. He was the shit out of. He was man. he was really great. I was like. And then, like, of course, I'm just fucking freaking out. He's like, "Calm down, this shit happens." I'm like, "Does it? Does it, you motherfucker?" <laughs> Comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's only my second, so I don't know. I'm like, "Yeah, this seems like a really big problem." <laughs> He's like, "We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine." Ended up actually doing really, really, really well. I was happy for it, but that was the only. It's funny when you said that that's the only exposure I had, which I it's I'm actually bummed too because everyone tells me he's a funny dude. So I was bummed we didn't get to work with him. So oh, you can in the future. Dave Flint's funny. Yeah, that's what everyone said. He's that. actually funniest when he doesn't know what's happening. That's actually what three different. I think Cody said that to me. Like when he's Dave like, Flint doesn't, so, when he doesn't know what's going on, that's when he rises and. Conquers. I think Cody said that he goes. He's the most talented in terms of just doesn't even need notice. Yeah. You can just throw him on stage and he's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hey, we might we might have to we might have to end the shop. Yeah, probably because it's I, we yeah it's nearly midnight. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's midnight. <laughs> well, Jeremy, dude, yeah, thank you better, so much. Yeah, thank you for coming by. What what do you it. have? What do you have going on? Yeah, what do you got coming up? Uh, I got nothing going on. Uh, I I well, the podcast studio is now uh, going to be becoming a podcast network. So we should be up to twelve uh, shows come the end of March. There should be like a good, you know. Beginning in April, we're going to be doing a big rollout and an announcement and everything. So, so who do you have on there? Uh, we have it's a, you're, uh, so we'll have TC's Devils. Uh, you Teach. can't laugh. You can't laugh at that podcast. The Friday Late Show, David the Rustin, Rustin Project, uh, the Grow or no, they're not on that. Uh, there's. Uh, there's twelve. I'm missing people, and I'm sorry for that. Well, I don't know them. It's there's fine. twelve. <laughs> there's twelve, and right on the spot. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, it's, I get it. That's cool. I like that. that that's cool. I want. Yeah, the website looks really out. nice because what you go on is goldenoxstudios.com. You go on the website and you go like to the podcast and everything, and it just scrolls like it, you, you scroll down and it shows all the podcasts on the network, all mm-hmm. their pictures, and then it like clicks on it so you can like click on the episodes. Right. Oh, yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah, it looks really nice. So it's pretty easy if you're into like any type of podcast. Yeah, and there'll just be goldenox goldenoxnetwork.com as well. And that'll okay. be that'll be rolled out in April. Cool. What do you got coming up? Um, well, we got our show. 
March 26th. And I'm worried Jeremy's going to be on the next one, but the first one we got March 26th. Yeah, we're going to probably start alternating months, so we should get you on the next one if we cool. can. Funkin' Chip's a good place to do shows. Yeah. And then we got, for March 26th, tickets are going to be 6 or $7. S- probably 6 bucks. 6 bucks. So it's fairly cheap, and it's actually too cheap for the talent. So I'm going to be... I'm going to be performing. Uh, we got Carly Robe. She's really funny. She's performing. She's going to be featuring. Uh, Jimmy Graham is going to be headlining. And it's he a was, killer lineup. It's a really good lineup. I'm not hosting. Jimmy Killius is hosting. Jimmy Graham is headlining, and that's it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really good lineup. The last, I think it's going to be really fun. The last one we did was a lot of fun. It's a it's a good place. You can actually you can distance anyone who's never been to Funga Chip. It's actually it's a almost got like a big like kind of like warehouse like big one room. It's like field. really long tables yeah. like like party like polka tables. Like a, you know, like a polka ball. events. Yeah, they have yeah, like yeah. just one long table. But and they then have they the have partitions. These, they have the partitions too. That's yeah, cool. they separate between like you know they have a lot of partitions. So yeah, like if you got a group of three, like the partition's going to separate. We can after sell. We I mean we sold I think 50, 50 last time. So we were able to sell a lot of everything that we could do. Uh, Everyone was safe. There was no COVID stuff yeah, happening. Everything was good. It, and it's a it's actually kind of works out just the the way that the and I never thought of it until we actually had to plan a show because we were originally going to do it outside and then. It, fucking started like raining or isn't that what happened it yeah. started raining it started raining a couple days but like uh, the day before we were gonna do it outside yeah. but then we had to force it, it was inside. pouring just all day so we had to move everything inside yeah. and then uh but it's actually a pretty good setup and now we know I actually how to you know do the room and it was it was a good time so uh we'll probably be posting about it in the next day or two with the actual lineup i'll have the event right up so you know how to buy tickets um, and then just reach out to us if you guys have any questions about anything. If you want to know more about Brian, as most ladies do, you can definitely reach out <laughs> gang, either. Gang, gang, you hit him up on MySpace. <laughs> um, Jeremy, thanks for doing this. Uh, we really, really had a lot of fun. Um, not just um, you know, being accommodating to let us just come here and just no, do this here. No, thank you guys for accommodating me. And no, no, not for sure. A, sorry I've been so distracted. I mean, it's okay. You know, okay. Uh, you have a lot going on. You're a married man. Uh, you're... That's actually all I really know. I can't speak. For you. I mean, like I don't like you have ADHD. I don't, so I can't. I think I do. I think I, I do. It's just undiagnosed. I do. And we all have ADHD. Yeah, and you have ADHD, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's why I got. That's why I was homeschooled. I know. Oh, okay, that's perfect. Yeah, well, I probably have ADHD. That's why I can't finish a joke. And Joe has ADHD. I don't know why. He probably does though. It's probably from childhood. Some shit with my uncle, but I don't want to get yeah. into it. This is where like the outro music I'm assuming has been playing. Yeah, like it's already seconds. been going right now to kind of help us <laughs> to help us close it out ourselves. So cool. Well again, thanks so much. Uh check out the obviously all of our past episodes. Check out the closing time podcast with myself and Tony Post. And uh we'll definitely keep everyone posted on what's going on with all the network shows for Jeremy and uh, that's it. Thanks,